weeknights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with me, you wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They're driving me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRW. US. You suck! Each and every Friday evening. On RazRadioLive.com. Masqueraded your doctor Pills become bullets Then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army Built to slaughter Tormenting mass Come for your wife And your daughter Whoa. Now what Here they come For the guns And God and demons Disguises priests and nuns Time to run With no place to go Except Honduras With a man called Forto Jones Stolen bones And they disguise With robot drones Check the infrared radar For UFOs Silver and gold Behold the weather's controlled By genetically Modified hybrid drones and focus the subjects of the mind control injected and observed in the combat zone now come on Like, I'm in a studio now, it has guitars and some kind of UV light that'll fuck your face up if you look at it and turn it on. The smartest, most handsome on-air personalities. Price of Liberty is, is ugly. It's not, it's not very pretty. You're not very pretty. 
We don't talk about religion. So uh, we're actually God's chosen people. So they are the chosen ones. I know this. I think the Christians think that you killed their savior. And we're always respectful to women. When they invent the perfect artificial vagina, you broads are out of business. Lobster dinners, the diamond market, it's all going belly up. (laughs) And smart, well-informed callers. Buzzy, where you you sound like you're Creole or some shit. Where do you crawl out of Baton Rouge? What the fuck, son? I'm from Ohio. Hey, you better watch your mouth now. Talk about Ohio like that. I'll slap the donkey out your That's the Joe Show, Thursday, 6 to 9, on Raz Radio Live, Salty Talk Radio, and PopRock80s.com.
This is the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in the truth might change your life. The simple power of truth. One word rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Saturday night conspiracy facts. It's the first 52 with your host Sean Rad. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. The IC's in charge. Time to listen up. Real talk mixed with music meant to wake you it's up. The simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That's your opinion. Bring your facts today. He packs the pain. Corto Jones' his name. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. Uncensored, uncut, and live. Truth talk with guests that might help you survive. It's the simple power of truth. Join the conversation. See through the lies of the manipulation. It's the first 52. Listen up if you want to survive the ride. Tune in the truth might save your life. The simple power of truth. One word rock the nation. RazRadioLive.com. It's the first 52. That is right. It is the first 52. It is Saturday, July 26, 2014. And you are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com with, of course, your host, Sean Raz. I've got a cast of characters here joining me. We'll get to them in a few minutes. Well, I want to welcome you guys to another week. We all lived through the week. The apocalypse did not happen yet. Yet, I say. And, uh, you know, we continue to watch the world spin. And cops beat people and kill people and... Bombs dropped on children and planes crashing all over the place. I mean, shit, you'll be damned if you're going to get me in an airplane anytime soon. That's for damn sure. Because I'm just, there's no way. If, if it's not for TSA, it's for the fact they can't keep the stupid things in the air anymore. I mean, really. Uh, four plane crashes within five months of each other. Uh, or missing plane, a shot down plane, a plane crashing, a this to that. Uh, you're not going to get me on an airplane. No way in hell. Sorry, guys. It ain't happening. You know, uh, I'm really getting tired of arguing with people I like and respect over something we have no control over. Uh, I want you all to understand this one thing. I am not for the murder of anyone. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're good, bad, or indifferent. All right? We do this fairly or we don't do it at all. That's all I'm going to say on that one. I, we, we got a little, little things we'll touch on with that as the night goes on, but I'm getting tired of seeing it. I'm getting tired of fighting with good people, people with good intentions, uh, people who care about what's going on in the world and they, they just want to throw the Bible in my face. I don't care about the Bible. If it's telling you to go murder and kill people, then maybe you got to find a different book to read because that book just ain't doing it for you. Alright, it's just me. Let's keep in mind, every war over the past 2,000 years has been based on what? <laughs> the Bible, or religion of some sort. So, sorry, that bothers you guys out there. That's my true feelings. Now, I, I was a religious person at one point in time in my life. You know, I, I really thought that, that that could change my world. And that's not what changed my world. You know what changed my world? Growing up, getting a good woman to stand beside me and help me get through my problems. Not reading a book. It was good family and good friends and good people. So that's what you want to change your life. You want to get a better life. You want to move up in the world. You are the only one 
that can do that. Surround yourself with the proper people, and you can do it. It's it's feasible to do it. You know, I'm on my upslope, and again, I wouldn't. I'd be dead if it wasn't for the woman sitting next to me, and I really truthfully believe that. I believe that she saved my life because I was in a bad spot and I wasn't thinking. And guess what? I was religious at the time. <laughs> Go figure that one out. So anyway, uh, again, you know, there's been so much going on. We see so many different things that, that how do we handle them? You know, how do we, how do we get through our, our day? You know, this week, uh, if you're a Facebook follower of mine, then, uh, you, you saw a post I put up and it was a very unusual post of me. Even my sister-in-law made a comment. I didn't think you had it in you. You know, I surround myself with death and destruction, uh, abuse and law breaking on a regular basis. That's all I ever do. You know, and it gets, it gets to you after a while, man. Let me tell you, if this is what you look at on a regular basis, it gets to you. You feel it inside. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't realize you're feeling it. Maybe it gives you, you know, a bad attitude with your family or, or maybe you're just a little short. But it gets to you. Well, this week there was a video, and obviously there's no audio to it, so I'm not going to try to play you guys anything happy and go lucky here. But there was a video of two twins that were born. And to watch these two twins not realize, and it was labeled, you know, two twins born, they didn't realize they were out of the womb or whatever it was. Just to watch these two children and and the embracing they had with each other, uh, it really touched my heart, and it made me feel good. You know, I don't watch many things that make me feel good. I watch a lot of things that, that anger me, that disgust me, that that hurt me. But I don't watch things that make me feel good that often. And it was really nice to to have something make an impact on me like that. Something that made me maybe see some happiness in this, this crazy-ass world we live in. You know, it's it's not often we we can see something like that. So if you haven't seen it, I suggest you know if you're having a bad day or you're 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 just tired of all this because I know you know all of us here, uh, especially if you're listening to my show, you're somebody who you know researches and looks into this stuff. Uh, so go find that video of the two twins that were just born that are just holding each other. It, it really does make an impact on you. So, without further ado, let's bring in some other people. Honey, my beautiful wife sitting to my right. Good evening. How you doing, babe? Very well. How are you? Good. How was your week? Lovely. Lovely. I know it's been a hectic week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I'll tighten up on me over there. No, it was great. Thank you very much. Good. I'm glad. And, of course, way far off in the distance, we have a man with only four toes. Nine. Nine toes. Nine toes, I'm sorry, that's right. <laughs> well, actually, would it be uh, seven toes? Because is the big toe considered a toe? Yes. Uh, oh, fuck that. I don't, I don't know. It's Look, not a thumb. I, I got four that. toes on one foot. That's why they call me Four Toe Jones. <laughs> How you doing, Dave? Pretty good. How you doing, man? Good. How was your week? Same as usual, man. Just sitting here doing nothing. <laughs> that's a, what a lovely life you live. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't complain, but... Uh, honestly, I, uh, it, it, it's boring. It really is. Just think about, seriously, think about having to just sit around your house, do nothing, because you have no money to do anything. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, every all my shit's paid for. I can't complain. I've got two vehicles. I live in a condo on the fucking you know uh, on a canal. I can go outside and see the manatee or dolphins or there's a fucking alligator in there now. Uh, I could com- you know things could be much worse. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, you know, anybody's life could be much worse than it already is or where it sits. Uh, you know, and that kind of goes along with what the monologue there in the beginning, you know. We live every day, we do what we do, and we wake up the next day to do it again. And I, I really think that's, uh, a great thing to be able to just do that. You know, I mean, just to wake up every day gives you an advantage on, you know, thousands of people that didn't have that, that luxury that next day. Yeah, well, you know, again. <sighs> Uh, I could talk shit about my life, but the fact is, I don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. You know? Like, uh, cause I do that show with, um, Scott, Dangerous Conversation. I do it cause I want to. I don't do it cause I get paid. I don't, you know, I don't have to do it. I do it because I want to. And most people should actually, um, be in this position where they do things because they want to, not because they have to. Not because they, they do it to make money. They do it because they want to. And that, and that's a, that, that is, I'm not shitting you, that is the, like, the epitome of freedom right there. Well, I do things because I want to. Right. And that's, you know, that's why we do this. You know, we don't have to do this every Saturday night. <laughs> it's even worse for you because you don't, I, I do things for free. Uh, you pay to do it. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right. Well, I, right. I enjoy doing it. And, you know, it's, it's, it is, a, it can be a stress reliever. At least that's what this started out to be. Um, I think the more deeper into it I get, it's becoming less and less stress relieving because I'm digging deeper into things than I did before. Um, so, you know, that, that makes it a little more difficult. Sorry, I'm trying to fix it. Lexi's e-cigarette as we're sitting here. You put it on too tight, honey. Oh, sorry. Then, then, yeah, that's what happens. Um, shit. I got derailed there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, we all do this because we want to. And it, it is, it is meant to be a stress reliever. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just pointing. I'm, I'm, never mind. No, Keep I, going. I thought you had something. Um, no, no, I, I was, uh, playing on my feed. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was actually, it, it, you can't see it, but I'm pointing out Adam <laughs> uh, on, on, on my feed. The secret I'm, man. Most people don't notice this, know this, but I'm broadcasting my side of it. Just, uh, and, well, never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun. That's why we do it. It can be stressful. Uh, same, uh, speaking of Scott Ledger and Dangerous Conversation, uh, don't forget his Kickstarter. We want to get that, you know, yeah. over the top. I, I, will we have 20 something days left, I believe? Um, no, it's August 11th, I think, which is, uh, less than 20 days, probably. Because next, f- Friday is the first, right? Uh, yeah. It's, I, I, it's I can't do math. Yeah, I can't do math that fast. Yeah, it's, it's like two weeks away. So make sure you guys go, uh, Kickstarter, Dangerous Conversation. If you haven't given 20 that, people, 20 people need to uh, put a hundred dollars up or 40 people need to do 50 or 80 people could do 20, $25. I did 50 myself and I'm broke. Um, but it, you know, you get a fucking shirt. I've been waiting for a fucking shirt for two and a half years. I know, right? No kidding. You know? Put the money up, goddammit. Yeah. And here's the fucking thing is we can't even talk about it on that other show. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. That's why we're trying to keep it going on this end. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you know jump in there if you haven't yet and give a few. 
whatever you can give. You know, Scott's our friend. He's one of my mentors. Uh, he's one of the guys that helped Raz Radio come around. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Uh, 100%. You know, the, so, you know, get there. Help the guy out as much as you can. Do what you can. So anyway, let's get to some topics, and let's just dive right into, you know, the main one that causes all the issues. Um, and Jake, that was a great comment. Uh, let me read yeah. that. Did you see that? It was, uh, I'm actually replying to him right now. Too many of us live to work rather than work to live. And Jake, you hit the nail on the head with that one, brother. I gotta say, uh, that's very true. And unfortunately, we're forced into that though. That's what they want us to do. They want us to work to live, not live to work. Right. Exactly. They want us to work, pay taxes and die. And that's it. We are, we are nothing but tax cattle or tax livestock for the people that are in power. That's all we are. You cannot escape from the, excuse me, you cannot escape from the cage you cannot see. I love that quote. It's from a, uh, it's from a video I play every once in a while on Doc Days. It's like a 10 minute segment going through the human cattle and it relates back to, um, uh, Animal Farm by, uh, What's his name? George Orwell. George Orwell. He wrote a great book. It's called Animal Farm. He was the same guy that did uh, 1984. And Animal Farm is basically talking about how humans are being turned into cattle to produce, you know, income. Yeah. That's all they are. That's all we are. It, 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 look. To the elite, that is all we are. Well, I can go on and on uh, about, uh, you know, from a birth certificate to a driver's license to Social Security we all we are are uh, bonds. Uh, we we are promissory notes. Uh, let, all right. So the state we live in, Florida, right? In order for them to get something going, let's just let's just let's just say the uh, high speed railroad, right? They have to sell bonds to make money to get these things done. Right. Is that a, what is that in the background there? Is That's that the guy he had sitting on. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Anyway, so all right, so. Florida, the state of Florida sells bonds, which they pay back at interest. But anyway, they sell bonds, uh, to, to, let's just say create a high speed railroad from Tampa to, uh, Orlando, Orlando to Miami, right? Um, and what they do is they sell bonds on the fact that there are 17 million people living in the state of Florida and they pay taxes in this state. And so there are, uh, betting on the fact that you're going to pay taxes and pay this bond back at interest. And this is why we register our cars, is why we have to register our houses. This is why we have to do all these things so that they can actually sell your future tax earnings or tax payments. And this is true. Yep. You could look it up. Uh, I'm not making this shit up. I'm not fucking, you know, pulling shit out of my ass. This is the reason why you are, that's a, this is the reason why you have a birth certificate, the reason why you have a social security number, and the reason why you have a driver's license that in the state that you live in that has all capital letters. Imagine that. Amazing, isn't it? It is. It, it is. is. It, and again, I was just watching a, a couple of days ago, I was watching this movie Domino, which came out in 2005 about this model domino that turned into a bounty hunter but part of that movie right they talked the, the guy was like yeah everything's done through the dmv the dmv's got all your information the fbi cia nsa all use the dmv's information to find you and that's why all your and here in florida i don't know if you have a gold star on your driver's license or you lexi um but uh, i i look i'm looking upper, right now upper, huh? upper right hand corner 
Do you have a uh, gold star? Tell me what it means. Where's where where's where's I, I have one. I I have one. See. Right oh yeah, there. right between the where between your uh, right driver's license number. Yeah. You know what that means? No. What's that mean? You are real ID compliant, motherfucker. Ah, so are you. Remember, 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 you had to go with your birth certificate and your favorite ice cream, your shoe size, <laughs> and your, your your preference of you know religion, whatever. They, you are now real. So they got more information on you on the last couple of years than they've ever gotten from you. I don't know. So you don't have a concealed weapons permit yet, right? No, I don't have that. No, no, no. But but. All right, so here's my concealed weapons permit. Guess what it doesn't have on there? A star. It doesn't have my. It doesn't even have my fucking address. I can't pull it out right now, but I still have my. Oh yeah, there we go. I still have my military right. ID. All right. Does not have my address. This is why I'll put this on my on my streaming thing. Does not have my address. I will hold this up for you, Dave. This is my old military ID, and you'll notice right there. You see that yeah. little chip? Oh, it's an RFID chip. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so they have uh, everything on me, my friend. Yeah. As he's moving around his house, which I, I agree with him, but when they're turning everything into a monitoring station. See this right here? Yeah, I feel you. This is a droid phone, right? This is an old droid phone, right? Which doesn't track this, very well because you have no This I paid good money that. for. I paid good money. You see, the keyboard, the <laughs> keyboard's all fucked up. I, I paid good money for this, yet this has GPS and microphone and all kinds of shit that's, and it's got all my information on this fucking thing. And I paid money for this, and I paid money monthly for this for them to fucking track me. Thanks to Edward Snowden, who let all us know that that's what they were doing. Oh, yeah. He let us all Which, know. We weren't talking about that before Edward Snowden came out and said that. Exactly. I should say he confirmed the shit that we were talking about. Uh, he, confir on. he confirmed what the bad people want us to know. I don't trust him still. Go ahead. What was that? Well, I was just going to say to my friend behind me, see this, see this, see this picture right here? See all these hot chicks? See that one guy right there? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> And he's got five hot chicks around him. I'm like, I gotta hang out with that guy more often. <laughs> no, gay guys always have the hot girls around them. Come I know. on. Now. I, that's why I always had gay friends in the past, because you'd always find cool girls with them. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I want to move on to some things here. Um, the first thing I want to go over is, um, some Israel stuff. Um, I want to talk, I want to hear what John Stewart had to say this week about what's going on over there. So really? Let, yeah, let's bring him up know, first. He is, he is very... ...positioned outside the entrances to Gaza, awaiting orders to invade as the aerial bombardments from both sides continues. Mwah! Tastes great, more killing. Look, both sides are engaging in aerial bombardment, but one side appears to be bomb better at it. Most Hamas rockets are neutralized by Israel's Iron Dome technology, and Israeli citizens can even now download a warning app. You'll get it on your phone, and you'll know exactly what city is being targeted and when it's being targeted. Well, that's the 299 version. The free version. <laughs> In the free version, you have to watch a clip of Transformers 4. And then... <laughs> If you can get it off the screen, they'll tell you where the bomb is gone. So Israelis seem to have a high-tech smartphone alert system. How are the Gazans notified? Basically, a small mortar explosion on the roof of a building, which serves as an Israeli warning of an upcoming airstrike. Hmm. So the Israeli military warns Gaza residents of imminent bombing with a smaller warning bombing. <laughs> and... Amuse boom, if you will. <laughs> and then, at that point, 
At that point, what are Gazans supposed to do? The Israeli military telephoned the neighbor to warn them to evacuate, but they only had three minutes. Evacuate to where? <laughs> Have you seen Gaza? <laughs> it's this Israel blocked this border, Egypt blocked this border. Were they supposed to swim for it? <laughs> Perhaps nothing sums up the asymmetrical nature of this conflict more than a quick check-in with the correspondence assigned to the respective beats. Tonight, we have the view from the ground on both sides, starting with Martin Fletcher in Tel Aviv. <laughs> Look at this. The Gaza reporter looks like an extra from the Hurt Locker. <laughs> while the reporter in Israel looks like he's going to bang out his stand-up and then head to a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> They're a living political cartoon for the war in the Middle East. That's so true. The world has gone mad. That is so true. Um, and I, 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 that's part of the stance I take, you know, with this whole thing is where are they supposed to go? You want us to evacuate to where? You won't let us cross this border. They won't let us cross this border. We got water behind us. Where do we go? Which is blockaded, don't forget. So where do they go? So I, I can't argue with his stance on it. And, and this is coming from a fellow Jew. I know this is something you try not to put yourself into, and I get that. Not my fight, not my problem. I know, I get that. Which I, which leads me to which leads me to another thing where you know I'm an open border kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the thing. Um, all right. If you guys have a fucking problem where you're at, then come here. We'll protect you here. Right. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like let's open the borders for people to come here and make their own way. They, you know, I'm not into giving them fucking money for this or money for maybe a little stipend or maybe, you know what? Maybe some of us that have a little bit of extra money, we could donate to them and, you know, have them spend a little time. Well, isn't that in Switzerland? Don't you have to have like $250,000 in the bank well, and you have to have a business you're coming with and you have to have a plan of how you're going to survive in that country when you get there? Right. That's why nobody's emigrating to Switzerland. Right. Because they don't it, want people emigrating it's, there. <laughs> right. It's not easy. But here in this country, you know, the founding fathers realized that people need a refuge. They need a place to go from tyranny. And that's why the Statue of Liberty says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses. Because those are the fuckers that are beaten up and they're like, all right, I got no place else to go. Let's go here and let's make something of this. And um, this is what has happened from 1789 or 1787 until 1913, when the fucking Federal Reserve and the uh, 17, uh, what is it, 16th Amendment, which said you could tax us. Um, well, it actually said you that, could, it actually said you could tax business, and then they turned it into this taxing of the people from that point. Because that, right, that right. income tax was supposed to be towards the business, not towards the person. Let's just say 1913. Why are you holding right, a syringe? What are you doing over there? I just, cause, as I, I have a whole kind, I have a whole bunch of shit here that I kind of like grab, you know, like I got this. A syringe is one of them? <laughs> it's I think really a syringe? This, this, you could see this, there's nothing there. <laughs> this actually is a psilocybin syringe. Ah. I used this to grow and ruin five cakes just recently. Oh. Which I could talk about because now I don't there's have There's nothing it. there. <laughs> right. Alright, well. You so, can't prove shit. So we've heard, we've Except heard. It's right out there. <laughs> We've, we've heard, uh, we've heard them be so close-minded that they can just totally blow you off because of one issue that they just happen to not agree with. But that's, you know, that's their right to do that, and I stand by that right to, to be like that. 
but we see what happens uh, when you mention uh, Israel or you stand, you know, on the opposite side of, of what Israel might stand for or what, you know, that whole region might want to have happen. Look, here's the deal, all right? Israel has so much armament, so much shit, so much military backing from us, and I'll put myself in this because I've paid taxes for, you know, 40 years of my life or 30 years of my life. Um, we paid for that shit. Like I said, you know, in many posts, they ain't using AKs. They're using M16s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they ain't using fucking missiles that they got from Russia. They're using American-made missiles. They could wipe out Palestine in an afternoon. Remember, all right, all you gotta do is Google the six day war. They fucking kick ass in six fucking days. And there's a joke that goes along with that too. How did the, how did the Jews win the war in six days? The equipment was rented. Um, well, don't forget also during the six day war, there was an event and people get pissed off when I bring this up all the time. The whole reason I bring it up is because it shows how nations try to use false flags and how yeah. they try to use a false flag back during the six day war which was the attack of the USS Liberty. Now, if you don't know what the USS Liberty Liberty is, it's a, a American warship that was in uh what's that body of water right there? Um the Strait of Israel Strait of Hormuz? Strait of Hormuz. And it was in international waters and it was attacked by Israeli um Right, and none of that can be proven. It all can be proven. It's been, I mean, there's documentaries. I play it regularly on the station. The point of that was just to show that, that, you know, they use false flag just as much. Just like, you know, we've sent money to Hamas. Uh, Israel used Hamas during, uh, I believe it, uh, it was the, not the six day war. It was the next war they had with, uh, Egypt later on in the, in, in history. They, you, they, they, they funded Hamas to use them as fighters, just like we funded Al-Qaeda to use them as fighters. So it's, do it, you ever notice that all these entities that we fund and train always become the bad guys later on in life? And it, it goes on no, all the time. It, it, it happens so often that you should actually figure out that that's the way things are. You know, if you go back all the way to fucking World War One, you realize that, and all the wars Lus- in between. Lusitania. Right, the Lusitania, the Sink of the Lusitania, um, the, the, uh, what was it, the, uh, uh, God, not the, the Vietnam War, which was one of the, the, um, the boat. Sinking of the boats, um. Well, I'm sorry, I was reading something. Uh, the Vietnam War, how did the Vietnam War start? Oh, uh, the, um. Gulf of Tonkin. Gulf of Tonkin incident. Right. Where and, they claimed that we, uh, you know, were attacked by, uh, Northern, North Korea, or North, the uh, North Vietnamese troops. Right, and we weren't. And turn, it turned out that 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 was actually proven uh, false. And here we are, you know, was it 2014? And in 2001, we, we you know we went to war with these people that uh, they said, well, hey, listen, 19 out of the 20 hijackers were Saudi Arabian, so let's go to Afghanistan, right? Yeah, exactly. That and makes then, a lot of and sense. And then after Afghanistan, let's go to fucking Iraq. Let's do that, and because they got weapons of mass destruction. Turns out it was all bullshit. All the fucking all the preludes to war, all of them in the last hundred and twenty years have all been bullshit and can be proven so. That is very true. And Buzzy, I was not talking about you, my friend. You have not thrown the Bible in my face. We've had our discussions about it. I think we've agreed to disagree on this situation. So I was not speaking of you, sir, just so you know. Uh but the reason why I played that John John Stewart segment is because it's kind of interesting what happens when you speak out 
any way towards the negative of in fact, Israel. In fact, we'll start tonight in, in the Middle East. Where Israel? What? Israel isn't supposed to defend itself. Oh yeah, Mexico bombed Texas. Will be exercising. What are those hundred held to the same standard as Israel? Israel. People that want to destroy like, our territory. Four thousand years. Self-hating Jew. <laughs> that was that was weird. <laughs> anyway, what I was what I was saying was last Thursday saw the start of a new ground offensive. Launched by Israel. Look, obviously there are there are many strong opinions on, on this issue, but just merely mentioning Israel or questioning in any way the effectiveness or humanity of Israel's policies is not the same thing as being pro Hamas. So you're against murder children? Zionist pig. You know what? Why don't we just talk about something lighter, like, uh, Ukraine? Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> so you get the point I'm trying to elaborate here. Um, God forbid you speak out, you're going to be torn apart. Uh, people are going to jump on you and attack you. Uh, but it's really funny that, you know, there's a lot of, of Israelis, uh, there's a lot of Jewish folk, that are protesting this. There, there's 50 plus Israelis reservists that are refusing to be called up to duty because they won't go do this. No, that's not reported in the news. That's not something well, you see on mainstream. And that's that's if you can buy into that shit. All right. So, all right. Let me ask you this, Sean. Ask me this, Dave. When you see something on mainstream media, uh, especially all three channels, let's just say, uh, let's just. Let's just pretend for a minute that Fox News is the, the extreme right, MSNBC is the extreme left, and CNN is the is the middle. Right? Okay. Which we all, let's just let's just pretend. That's a okay? pretend world you're building there, Dave. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You got to bring that every time. Um, when all three channels are talking about the same shit, what does that tell you? Uh, that they're getting their talking orders from the people that write them. Okay, so this past couple weeks, what have you seen? Well, you know, everything about... All, f all the media outlets, not just the three major ones or the three ones that people give a shit about, everyone, your local fucking channel 12 or me, here it's nine. You, I, I don't remember what channel it is down there. They're all talking about the same shit. Four. Right? So when I see somebody talking about, when everybody's talking about the same shit, immediately there's a flag that goes off my head. It's like, okay. Here's the narrative, okay? And this is what they're pushing. And that's why I don't believe any of this shit. And that's why I don't care about any of this shit. And I get that. Not and my fight, not my problem. And I get that, and it makes a lot of sense, you know. Because, but again, the, the, the biggest thing, Dave, is that, again, it's not your fight, it's not your problem. I understand that. I understand you, you're evading taxes as much as feasibly possible. Hold on. It's not, it's not, the, okay. It, it's our money, though, that's going there. We give money constantly to anybody and everybody that we can except for the people within yeah. our own borders that you, need it and could use it. Do you think this is the only country that, that slaughtering is happening in? 
No, not at all. There's it's, Yemen. We're, we're fucking picking out people. I mean, fucking, for crying out loud, we killed, or we, I shouldn't say we, the American government killed three United States citizens over there without due process. But nobody's really fucking getting all, um, you and you and I know this, and we're all, you know, twisted about it. But the mainstream media doesn't catch on to that shit. So whenever I see the mainstream media catching on to shit, it, they're pushing an agenda. And well, cause, cause remember, there's, 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 there's nothing there either for for us. You know, there there really is nothing there. The the diamond uh, business has already got their stranglehold down in the African region. Um, you know, genocide is happening all over the planet. Why is it this one particular area that we got to worry about? It's to take your eye off the prize, right? And where's okay? the prize? What there's are we shit happening that that you don't know about. Right? And I talked about this on Dangerous Conversation. The uh, the BRICS nations, the BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, the Br Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they've put together a bank that's funded by $100 billion that is taking on the IMF and the World Bank. Right? And and what they're going to do is they're going to fucking sink the American dollar. They're, gonna, they're trying to be the world reserve currency. But most people don't know about that shit. Right? That and, ties and, into and who do you think, when World War Three starts... Who do you think we're going to be involved in? I'll bet you three out of the five people f on on the BRICS board are going to be we're going to, we're going to be at war with Russia, China, India doesn't have shit, Iran, um, Iran. No, it's BRICS is Brazil, Brazil don't have shit, Brazil, Russia, India, India don't have shit, China and South Africa. They don't have the only two in there is Russia and China. That's who we're going to go with, to and, war with. And who are their friends? Iran, Syria, which well, ties us into what's going on in 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 uh, Egypt because they're all it, it, that whole region you know I, I was reading about um, I'll have to pull it up during the break there's an article that's out there it's not even an article it's a website for an uh, Israeli company that is a oil finding company well why do they want all that territory that they've been taking back for the past 50 years because there's a shit ton of oil under there and they can become their own uh, oil enriched uh, stable country by getting that land and being able to drill to it and keeping it from those other, you know, the other people there. So it all does tie in together. What's Syria's big thing? Well, the pipeline that can dump right there into, into the water, into the, um, what's waterway there? Jesus Christ. I can't think of waterways tonight. You know, where Syria is right there, there's a major port that they want for a pipeline to go to. You know, that's why they've been trying to get F in Syria forever. That's all they well, need to finish it. If that was the case, then we'd have them, right? Uh, they tried Seriously. though, and we fought. That was the one thing, and Jack Blood really touts this one good. You know, they wanted to go to war with Syria last year when everything was going on. They tried yeah, to blame chemical weapons on in Damascus on Syrian government. It wasn't the Syrian government, you know. If they wanted to go to war with Syria, we'd be at war with Syria. No, uh, there's right? two weeks of, pro, of, of opposition to it. It's just smoke and mirrors. Trust me on this one, right? They, what, what's happening here is that the United States government is picking fights with everyone, all right, because they think that the world leaders, right, this country and and the and the and Congress, we they think that we could, we can actually affect everybody's problems all over the globe. Well, we do. We usually cause most of them. We affect them very well. well. We cause right, them. exactly. We cause the problem, and then we we say, "Oh shit, there's a problem," and here's how we're going to fix it with your money. Well, Meaning, you and my, yours and my money. What do we call that again? I think that's called the Hegelian dialectic or problem yeah. reaction solution. I never remember that, but uh, that's awesome. It's it's problem reaction solution. You cause a problem. They, look, 
You could even go back and, and, and look into what happened in Boston in the early 1900s, right? There was, you know, all these immigrants came to Boston and then there was this group of people that got together and they said, listen, we want protection money from you, you know, from the businesses there. And they're like, we're not going to give you protection money. And then what they did was they hired people to go in and fuck with these businesses, you know, and fuck them up and beat them up and take their money. And that way the, 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 the savior, Went back over there and said, you know, the, 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 the mafia is like, all right, we'll protect you. You pay us money every month and we'll protect you. Yep. Meanwhile, they were the ones that caused the problem in the beginning. And this is exactly what goes on with the governments across the globe. Well, we, we nobody did, seems to fucking realize we that. We put it down as a Hegelian dialectic. We say problem, reaction, solution. But I think for everybody to understand how it really works, it isn't problem, reaction, solution. It's solution caused the problem to get the reaction to get to your solution. So, you know, they, they have the solution well before any of it starts to begin with. You know, and that's, that's one of the most important things people need to understand. They have the solution prior to the event. They know what they want. Uh, let's go to 9-11. You know, the PNAC. Project for a New American Century. What did they call for? A new event, greater than Pearl Harbor, to push them into the next jet level of their, their movement. I don't have it sitting in front of me, but you get the idea. They had the problem that they needed. Or they had the solution that they wanted. They needed to create a problem, which was a new Pearl Harbor, a new event greater than Pearl Harbor, to initiate the process to get to the solution they wanted, which is the police state we're living in, which is the militarization of the police. It's getting TSA in there. It's getting the body scanners in there. It's getting the Patriot Act. It's putting all your smartphones being completely monitored. Try to download an app and, and download an app that you know, doesn't need access to your GPS, that doesn't need access to your phone, your camera, that doesn't need access to your contacts, you know, that it's impossible. You know, on Shannon's show a couple of months ago, we talked about the uh, emergency warning systems within the phones. Well, if you go in, the, if you have an Android phone, now iPhones are a little different because they don't give you the option to not turn something off you can't turn off anyway. But if you go into your phone, all right, and do this with me, folks, Go to your messages if you have an Android phone. When you go to your messages, hit the menu button. Go to settings. Once you're under settings, you can scan through. And you will find an area that says, well, I'm trying to find it here as I'm reading or as I'm talking, which is very hard to do. Where is it? Where is it? I know Rick found it for me. Uh, yeah, well, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the reason every fuck this, this, this well, Android phone that I have in my hand here, I rooted as soon as I got it. I got a fucking, uh, Android tablet somewhere, rooted it two days after I got it. I got rid of that shit. Uh, there are ways to get rid of that they shit. They changed you, my phone. I think my last upgrade is gone now. I can't find it. No, it's just somewhere else. Notification sound. Well, anyway, you could go in there and you have presidential alerts. You have, um, Amber alerts, Amber alerts, uh, right. silver alert, which is old people, um, and some other like local alerts or something along those lines. You can turn them all off except for the presidential alert, mm -hmm. which means if your phone is turned <laughs> off, sitting in a counter somewhere, and the president wants to tell you something, he can turn your phone on and tell you what he wants to tell you. I got a problem with that. Yeah, that's that's if you. Um that's if you allow that to happen. There are ways to go around it. And you just gotta learn how to root your fucking shit. You gotta learn how to own the stuff that you buy. Own the stuff you own. 
Right, because you buy a phone, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it, not not be able to turn off something. Fuck that. Uh, Ferris says, more like manufacture, ad advertise, sell, and repeat. Yep. Talking about the Helga Helgelian dialectic. Yeah. But it's been used for years. I mean, we could go, we can go back to every single war from current to World War One, at least, off of my own memory. And every single one has been started by some kind of false flag attack. They try, right. they tried it again in, in Ukraine with this airplane. You know, I've seen reports now and I, I saw, I had heard some information about this prior to seeing these reports. But now there's reports, oh, and this is going to relate to what we see in Gaza and Israel. Uh, there's now reports that the Ukrainian military was using that flight as a human shield. There's also reports that said that that, that Ukrainian flight got, you know, purposely put over that airspace. Right. We could, By, we could, talk, we, we could talk in this is and that's and but maybe Dave, But this. Dave, Dave, this is, see, this is where this all ties in for me. Now, I had heard... Of course, we had all heard that the flight was two or three hundred miles off course. All right, nobody knew how this flight was off. Why this flight was off course? There was reports that Malaysian Air had decided to to fly it up there. Uh, it was the only airline that decided to do that. So if that was their choice, then they need to go out of business, which they're probably going to after all this incidents. Uh, but one of the things before I had heard the reports of the the human shield thing, one of the things I had heard was that, you know, when a military intercepts an aircraft, they don't communicate with you verbally. They come next to you, and they force you to move. They make you go where they want you to go, and they can very easily do that. And if you're surrounded by two fighters, you're going to go where those fighters want you to go. Um, so that was the reports I had heard prior to hearing the Human Shield reports. All right. Remember earlier we talked about the Lusitania? Yes. All right, so who let the Lusitania go across the Atlantic Ocean into German territory? Well, the British government. The government. Let's just say the government. Right. Whoever it happens to be. After warnings say, were put out by the right. go German government right. not to go out. Exactly. Even they write. Somebody even put an ad in the paper that said, don't do this. Don't go on this flight. Or mm -hmm. don't go on this trip. On this boat. But, so does it sound similar? All right, so this day and age, now there's a plane that went over an area that they shouldn't have gone over. That was directed there by who's in charge of the flight paths? Paths? Well, the the FAA is supposed to be in charge. Oh, no, no, in this it country, depends, it is, yeah, but it depends on the everywhere on the globe, it's 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 governed by the government. Government agencies. Right. So, what does that tell you? Oops. A government agency told this this plane to go here. This is the flight plan, and you should go on. You're a conspiracy theorist, Dave. I know. I I <laughs> deal in fact. <laughs> it, it is. It, it's There's crazy. No theory. How it's crazy how they work this stuff out to make it such a, you know, a, a contrived thing that people just buy into because we have mainstream telling us what to think. Right, exactly. Uh, especially the day after the flight went down, or not even a day after, within 12 hours they said it was taken down by a fucking missile, right? right. And the American government, with no fucking facts or evidence whatsoever, they said this is what happened, right? Last week when, when, um, uh, Silent Bob was here, right? While we were talking about this, I actually pulled up that, uh, Flight Aware or whatever that fucking program is. Flight Rad. Right? Flight Rad 24, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had showed him while That's we were on air. That's my chemtrail tracking one, just for the record. Yeah. <laughs> I had showed him while we were on air the current flight, flight path of what was going on. And I was like, here is the Ukraine. 
There was no one flying over the Ukraine. It was like a totally void thing. While, you know, and I, and I didn't say anything. I just happened to show him. And this is what goes on. Nobody's flying over there. All right. So it's after the flight went down, but that's, this is what going, this is what was going on. But beforehand. nobody was going over there before it either. Right. Except this one fucking plane. It, it, it's, it's the Lusitania all over again. It's trying. Look, guys, anybody within the sound of my voice, by the time the, ne- within the year of the next American presidential election, we will be in World War Three. You know, I hate to agree with you, um, because I just don't like to agree with you, but I have to agree with you on that. Uh, I really think that they are pushing us there. Uh, we know who the bad guys are going to be, Dave. I, I think we both can agree who we think the bad guys will be, which is China, Russia, um, mm-hmm. Iran, Syria, uh, and, and anybody else that's going to stand along those sides, you know? It's, it's going to be France and Germany is going to be involved in that too, because they're, they're actually buying and selling shit to, to those countries as well, because they're trying to make money. They're tired of the U.S. dollar. They're tired of, tired of the central banks, you know, fucking them over and, and well, destroying everybody's their got a central bank. If you look up the Bank of International Settlements, there's 60, there's 60 uh, banks, uh, uh, out of the 200 countries uh, across the globe. There's 60 of them that are involved in this Bank of International Settlements. China, Russia, Germany, France, they're all in on it. And that's, see, that's the thing is that's, you get those guys to fight with each other, you make money on both sides of it. And so the banks always win. That, and that, and look, most people think that, you know, the Illuminati is a bunch of people. No, no. What's happening is the banks run the fucking globe and they're the ones, the, up until just recently, if you looked up the Bank of International Settlements on Wikipedia, the sec, the third or fourth sentence says, is accountable to no government. Which means they could do whatever the fuck they want and they don't have to talk to, they don't have to talk shit to anybody. There's no other business on the planet that does the same thing. Especially okay? not one that's controlling a country's income and assets. Really, seriously, people within, that are listening to me now, Google Bank of International Settlements, look at the Wikipedia page, scroll down, see how many member nations are involved in that, and see the ones that are actually going to be, those are the people that are going to be, have the infighting. We don't give a shit about anybody else because they can't make money on both sides of that because they're not part of it. You're being very quiet seriously. over there, honey. Oh, that's going good. I'm just <laughs> listening. <laughs> Can you see her? Uh, I just got a, a message from one of my listeners, one of our listeners, Eric. He says, uh, he, he took a picture of Fox 5, which is a New York station. It says, disaster drill in Brooklyn. Wonderful. What's New York up to now, he says. Oh, we yeah. got a disaster you know, drill. Hey, what's your thoughts on this? I, I know I look at it as a distraction and petty and bullshit, but what's your thought on the white flag thing on the Brooklyn Bridge? I, I just think it's, it's somebody doing something to, to make up, to, to do a message and, uh, you know, I think the primary por- portion of it was to, to, to have this message, message, but the secondary, uh, a, a part of this is that, holy sh- cause I, I even uh, tweet, retweeted out a picture of the front page of the Daily News says, first it's a flag, next it could be a bomb. Yep. So, so all these people are actually turning into fear mongering. It's just a joke. It's just something that says the American people have been in the sun too long. We're bleached. We're not the same. Th- we're not the country we used to be 240 some odd, 30 some odd years ago. It's all, Which, sec- it's all security theater. First of all, exactly. I think one of the points they were trying to make because they can't figure out who did this. 
and there was cameras all over the place, and they got apparent video of bodies moving around. I've actually ridden my bicycle across the fucking Brooklyn Bridge a couple times, right? Well, and you're at southern Manhattan and northern Brooklyn, right? Two of the most densely populated areas. These motherfuckers went up there and changed the flag and went came down, and nobody saw them! And they turned the lights off, even. They used aluminum pans that they taped over top of the lights to turn the lights off. Whatever they did, nobody fucking saw them. Yep. And that's, I, I, me personally, I fucking love that shit. I love that they were able to do that. It makes a fool of the fucking, uh, you know, look, it, uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly the, the, the terminal or the, the, the amount of people, but if you were to take the NYPD, it's like this th- and collectively bring them all together. It's the third biggest militia on the planet. The NYPD is, you're saying? The NYPD. Right, because they are so. There's like thirty four thousand of them, or some shit like that. They have the biggest. Uh, they're, they're, I, I, if you Google it, I, maybe it's not the third. Maybe it's the tenth. Maybe it's twelve. Whatever it happens to be, but NY. There's only five little boroughs. It's, it, it's a lot of people and a lot of cops. Well, I'm just it's a landmass. It's smaller than the te- the city of Jacksonville. All right, Jacksonville is actually the biggest city. In the country, States. yeah, it's amazing because right. it's so sprawled and, and well, people don't realize expression. that. Right, right. Uh, look, I, I, all right, I Lex always tells me that. She's like, that's the biggest city. I'm like, oh, what the hell, really? Like, And, you, and it was named after Jackson, uh, Jackson who actually killed the uh, second central bank. He would be, he's turning over in his grave because of the Federal Reserve. But anyway, I killed the banks. That's it, That was his last words yep. on his deathbed. Yes, <laughs> it was. Um, but... Uh, you have all these people that are all fucking fired up, and if you see something, say something, and they didn't see shit. Yeah, well, and that's what they wanted, I guess, you know? Keep the fear going in New York, because you know the New Yorkers are easy to fear. Oh, well, uh, having, <laughs> having been there, having lived there and dealt with some shit, yeah, uh, I, I, I'll be honest with you, it's easy to, to scare us. Yeah. Um, but, and, and I'll be honest with you, that's part of the reason why I got the fuck out of there. Americans scare very easy. Uh, I do want to say we're going to take a break here in a minute. Uh, I got a lot of friends that I like to support and back up. Uh, ShannonBurkShow.com. Go get the podcast. Would it kill you now.com. Uh, you can get the podcast. Would it, would it kill, would it kill them to mention fucking dangerous conversation for crying out loud? He has on the podcast. Why not? He has. He has? Yeah. He's brought oh, awesome. it up before. All right, good, because I have all the podcasts, but I haven't listened to them. Yeah, well, I'll <laughs> see. you got to listen to them to know what they're talking about. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Shannon's been a, a great supporter of Raz Radio. Uh, I respect the guy a lot, just like I respect Scott. And uh, give the guy a hand. You know, 99 cents, four ninety five for the week. Uh, big things are coming from that realm. So it's definitely worth uh, keeping everything fresh in your mind. But you guys are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, we are going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. And uh, let's talk security theater when we get back. Look at my crayon. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? John Raz. Fortoed and Lexi. Do I mention Fortoed? Sure. Poor oh. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Fortoed and Lexi. You know, I, I sound like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. 
We started out cool, just wasting time. Partying on the weekends behind neon signs, throwing darts, playing pong, and hustling pool games. Dancing as the jukebox DJ of the band played our favorite songs. Then I'd wake up in the morning on my neighbor's lawn and notice you'd be gone. I searched for you in the bottom of a bottle Cause of you I lost my job down to my last few dollars So you're hard to swallow, pun intended I guess I love the taste from you since the beginning Many times I tried to end it but I just couldn't give up Upon the title to my pickup hoping you picked me up But you let me down like you always did I finally asked for help from my family and friends You cause a lot of pain, grief and mayhem Now my loving steps away in a 12-step program Every time I pass them neon signs, it takes me back and you cross my mind thinking I don't know how long I'll make it out here on my own Cause I've been gone for way too long from the comfort of your arms And I don't know that I'll ever feel the way you made me feel now that you're gone Well I'll make it on my own Melanie got married to a man that hits her. Stephanie turned stripper. Angie became an addict. Turned tricks in the alley to support her habits. Ain't got nothing on Sally. Sally's got five kids. Five baby daddies. She's tatted to her eyelids. Can't tell her what high is, what a meth lab fire is. She blew her whole house up and lost all five kids. Three to the state and two to the morgue. Patricia became a preacher, gave a light to the Lord. But she still don't approve of my bad ways. Never forgive me for the music or the things I say. Guess it's apparent she ain't following Jesus. Jesus never judged a priest of false as they teach us. How they expect to reach us with the life they live in. You only find them in the beaches when they team is winning. Meanwhile, we stay believers when evil defeats us. Left to find a way home on our own. Singing, I don't know how long I'll make it. Out here on my own, cause I've been gone for way too long From the comfort of your arms And I moved on since you walked out And I get up when I fall down on my own I'll make it on my own Sometimes it gets tough And I just wanna give up But I just do the best I can What's up, Reds Radio fam? It's your man, Wayne, in Baltimore, and I'm doing my thing live on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when I bring you the chocolate drop on RazRadioLive.com. Join us as we play music, talk sports, politics, and whatever's going on in the news, and um, chances are you might learn something. Chances are you won't. So join me and Joe from Maine on Saturdays from 1 p.m. 
to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RazRadioLive.com. Oh, and by the way, no devil music. Like trying to explain Saddam Hussein wasn't the same Arab who was driving the planes It's a derailed train We gotta try to stop it Just follow the money and lead straight to somebody's pocket The bell tolls for those getting rich That's what they stole Using our own tax money to promote their own goals The story makes no sense It's got too many holes Now I'm revealing the truth Like a government mole Nah, I ain't a follower That just ain't my role Time to unite my 93 Come on boys, let's roll Time to get up Turn off the TV Welcome back to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. I hope you got a good break. I hope you took care of what you had to take care of because we are back here. And we're going to do a little more uh, radio. We're going to talk a little more. going to have a little fun. He's early. I don't know what to tell you. So, like I promised, we're going to talk a little uh, security theater. 
in this hour. Dave, what do you think about security theater? Oh, I guess I should turn you on first before I ask you a question. Dave, what do you think about security theater? <laughs> Uh, I think you're 100 percent right. I think it's uh, I think it's bullshit. And it, this is, you know, it starts with the TSA, and uh, well, actually, it starts with the cops because you think that the cops can fucking uh, do something for you? You would be wrong. I have to, I have to get this thing off my head. <laughs> what thing off your head? Yeah, you can't see. You're not uh, watching it. Anyway, well, the reason I bring up security theater is because that's something we've, you know. Uh, chanted for a few years now. You know, we look at, uh, the TSA breaking up all these terror threats, which all, you know, turn out being government run. Uh, we, we see this. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I actually have, hold on. Hold on a second. What's that, Dave? I have from the Guardian, which, you know, this is where, um, Snowden slash, uh, what's his face? Greenwald. Leaks. Uh, and I'm just going to read the fucking uh, headline here. Government agents directly involved in most high-profile U.S. terror plots. And I don't have to read the, this fucking article to tell you that, yeah, they're right. But if you want to go to The Guardian or just Google government agents directly involved in most high-profile U.S. terror plots, and you can read it yourself. These are things that Sean and I know uh, for a while now. Um, I just want you guys to know. And this came out on Monday, July 21st. Well, what I'm looking at here is from Yahoo News. FBI pushes Muslims to plot terror attacks, rights report. And they get paid for it, right? Mm, of course they do. So here we got, hold on, the computer's giving me a little issue here. Here we go, move up, move up, move up. Thank you. The FBI encouraged and sometimes even paid Muslims to commit terror acts during numerous sting operations after 9-11 attacks, a human rights group said in a report published Monday, which is the same report you are referring to. Far from protecting Americans, including American Muslims, from the threat of terrorism, the policies documented in this report have diverted law enforcement from pursuing real threats, said the report by Human Rights Watch. Aided by Columbian University Law School Human Rights Institute, Human Rights Watch examined 27, now keep that number in mind, 27, cases from invest, uh, from investigations through trial interviewed 215 people, including those charged or convicted in terrorist cases, their relatives, defense lawyers, prosecutors, and judges. In some cases, the FBI may have created terrorists out of law-abiding individuals by suggesting the idea of taking terrorist actions or encouraging the target to act, the report said. In the cases reviewed, half of the convictions resulted from a sting operation, and 30% of those cases the undercover agent played an active role in the plot. Say that again. Say that again. How many, how many, what's the percent? In the cases reviewed, half the convictions resulted from sting operations, and 30% of those cases involved the undercover agent playing an active role. All right, so... And 30% 30%. they played an active role. 30% 30% they played an active role. Right. right. So, and that, that's what the government, and, and, and where did this come from? This was Yahoo News. This is, you know, Washington no, no, no. AFP. Why do I hear a reverb? You have speakers on in your background? Go ahead. It's minus. 
Mixed uh, mine is I, no, best. I had my monitors up. Sorry, my uh, bad. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> so thirty percent is what they're telling you. You know, it's probably quite the opposite. It's probably ninety percent. <laughs> you know. Well, I, the reason why I said remember that number is we okay. can all recall. Uh, it's got to be about a year and a half now that Judge Napolitano came out, and at the time it was only twenty cases or twenty-two cases where he pointed out that out of the 22, 20 of them, or whatever the number, I forget the number exactly, I'll look up the video here in a second, um, maybe we'll play that for you, uh, where he pointed out that, you know, out of the, let's say 20, because I don't remember the exact number, 18 of them, so two of them might have been real, but the rest were all orchestrated and directed by U.S. government officials. Do you remember uh, that video? Yes. Now, who's the terrorist? What terrorist? No, a, a Napolitano. Andrew Napolitano. Yeah, Andrew Napolitano. This is years ago. He said that 19 out of the 21 uh, things that had uh, been uh, captured by the FBI were all FBI informants. Yeah, imagine that. And we see that. I mean, go back to go back to World Trade Center 93. You know, the the operative yeah. that was working with the government was getting hairy. It was getting suspicious because he started feeling it was going the wrong way. So what did he do? He taped recorded his FBI agent controller telling him that he was going to use live ammunition in the towers. And he didn't yeah, want to go through with the, it. Right, the FBI gave him a live bomb. Yeah, gave why, it to you him. Know, why is it that there's not enough... Evidence for the bombing of the 1993 World, uh, World Trade Center bombing, and there is an exorbitant amount of evidence for the Oklahoma, Oklahoma bombing. Well, there really is an exorbitant within, amount. Within, within like a week, they knew what kind of truck it came from. Well, whereas World Trade Center, they don't know shit. Well, again, Dave, again, how much exorbitant amount of information is there? Because, you know, we've interviewed, uh, Holland Van den Neuenhoff. Where's the bell? Mm -hmm. Where's the bell? Thank you. I'm going to reverb from your end now. Um, Holland Van den Neuenhoff, we interviewed him, and, you know, there's a lot of questions that went on that day. You know, recall the news article or the, the, the live news feeds talking about two or three additional bombs and that the bomb squad was there removing them. All right, what's the name of that, uh, that, that documentary? Let's put that out there. Um, uh, was, uh, a, noble, a, a noble lie. A noble lie, right? A noble lie. Yeah, I'm gonna get him on again. He's ready. I just gotta right. actually so, get yeah. to him. If you Google a noble lie, the second thing down is the YouTube version of it. It's free. You can watch it. It's is, it is it the full length? Because uh, last time we yeah. talked to him, they were fighting putting it on there. Yeah, well, it's 120 minutes. All right. Yeah. So that's the full right, version. So, now. After what's been going on in the last couple of days, or the last week or two, I suggest you watch Flight 800. Yes. Is, um, is that on YouTube yet? Because I haven't been all of, I, I, I don't know it's if it's on, on Netflix. It's, it is on, it's on Netflix. So you can see it that flight, uh, TWA Flight 800. Uh, and that goes really a lot with the Ukraine flight, uh, because it took them four years to, to rule out missiles, which really they haven't ruled it out because the evidence shows no, it was it missiles. It took them four years to cover it up. Right. It took them four years to cover it up. I agree. Uh, here's that video. Let's see here. Uh, the FBI creates then foils. Yeah. So we're going to play this, this, uh, Napolitano video that, that shows what we're talking about both about the false. And this, and this is from, this is from years ago. And the, the number that, that, that. <laughs> well, this was, this was one year ago. This video was uploaded that I'm pulling up. 
It's okay. been, it's, and this is from, uh, Truth Frequency Radio. Chris Gio posted this. Uh, so it's been about a year. Uh, remember, he got fired off of Fox Business Channel, uh, mm-hmm. very shortly after this, uh, because he shared the truth. And that's what happens in mainstream when you share the truth. Uh, you're, you're gonna get fired. You know, we see it all too often. Uh, now I see, uh, and I look forward to talking to Robbie because now I'm seeing people coming out calling Abby a, uh, an, a, a, uh, agent. Which I, I hope we can get to the bottom of that. I'd rather talk to her about it. But, you know, I've seen these calls now, uh, calling Abby Martin, you know, a possible Russian agent. Which, you know. Well, you're gonna hear that now because now Russia is starting, starting to become our enemy. And so because she works for Russia today, that she's instantly an enemy. Meanwhile, that means nothing. Right. Well, again, it's anti-propaganda. It's, it's alternative propaganda. Here we go. Work for us, or do we work for the government? Can the federal government take credit for saving us from a plot of its own creation? Tonight, has the federal government kept us safe, or does it just want us to think that it has kept us safe? Since the tragedy of 9-11, numerous crazies and low-level copycats have engaged in criminal behavior which they hoped would result in the deaths, the deaths of innocent Americans and somehow advance their cause of jihad. If you ask the leadership of the FBI, most of whose field agents are tireless, dedicated, constitution-supporting professionals, it will tell you that it, the FBI, has foiled about 17 plots to kill Americans during the past 10 years. What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots. And of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. We all remember the three that were foiled by diligent Americans, the shoe bomber, the underwear bomber, and the Times Square bomber. In all of these cases, the crimes charged were those of attempting to kill and conspiring with others to do so. In all three of those cases, alert Americans on transcontinental flights or in the streets of New York City told authorities of bizarre behavior or actually subdued the threats themselves. There was no foiling by the FBI. The plotters were, thankfully, bumbling fools who had poorly planned their criminal behavior and who ended up harming no one. All three were serving life terms. But the more curious cases are the remaining 17 for which the federal government has taken credit. They all have a common and reprehensible thread. They were planned, plotted, controlled, and carried out by the federal government itself. In all of these 17 cases, from the Fort Dix 6 to the Lackawanna 7 to the Portland Parade Bomber, the feds found young men of Muslim backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, the computer's been acting weird tonight, so you might get some stutter during these videos. Muslim backgrounds. Loners who were bitter at America, they befriended them, cajoled them, and persuaded them that they could change the world by killing Americans. In all these cases, agents worked undercover and portrayed themselves to the targets as Arabs of like un-American mind. In some cases, the federal agents used third parties to act as middlemen. The third parties were typically persons who had been convicted of crimes and who, in return for leniency at their own sentencings, were willing to work with the same feds who prosecuted them in order to help the feds and trap whomever else those feds were pursuing. Thus, in all 17 of these cases, because of the command and control of federal agents, no one was ever in danger, no one was harmed, no bomb went off, and no property was damaged. But in all those cases, the losers whom the feds targeted each believed that they were interacting with real plotters who would bring them cash and bombs. As we know, sometimes the cash arrived, but the bombs never did. The defendants were essentially charged and convicted for playing a game with federal agents.
The most recent of those gener uh, government-generated plots was revealed yesterday. It has a new twist because it allegedly involves agents of the intelligence apparatus of the government of Iran. It, too, was destined to go nowhere, as the feds monitored and taped every move made by their target as he interacted with federal agents whom he stupidly believed to be drug dealers and co-conspirators. Today, the feds themselves revealed that high officials of Iran's government knew nothing of this. Of course, the neocons have demanded bombs on Tehran, no matter what the government there knew. And this plot came to light the day before Attorney General Holder himself Douchebag. was subpoenaed by Congress in the Fast and Furious case. You get the picture. Already mm -hmm. these plots criminal. Can the government just pick and choose whom to seduce and then lower the boom at the right time and arrest its would-be Confederates? Is this a proper and efficient use of law enforcement resources? The answers to these questions are obvious and they are not good. The courts have made this legal so long as the target of these plots had a mental predisposition to cause harm. But none of this keeps us safe. All of this makes us less free, as any one of us can be entrapped. And we are fools if we praise the government for exposing a plot of its own creation and saving us from a danger that never existed. Can the government break the law in order to enforce it? Well, when it does, it becomes a law unto itself, and the rule of law dies as the feds decide whom to target and whom to trap. Think about it. Are we really safe in a false sense of security? Why do we pay the government to trick us into believing it is keeping us safe? When no one is harmed and the government controls the plot, aren't we just punishing someone for his thoughts? And in a free society, aren't free people free to think as they wish? This must be so. Because if the government can punish our thoughts, there are no limits to its power. From New York. And, you know, all I'm going to say to that is Operation Northwood. If you don't think our government would ever consider doing something like 9-11, like Oklahoma City, like the Ukraine flight, like any of these things we see going on, just look up Operation Northwood. And realized that President Kennedy refused to sign that document and actually fired, uh, limit, limit, limiter. I think that was a general. Uh, was, hey, we should all drink. Hold on. Yeah. I can't remember his what name. Uh, I'm pretty sure that wasn't it. I'm sure it wasn't it. Limiter. It's got a damn boat named after him. God forbid me. <clears throat> I just can't say his name. Uh, but that's the truth. You know, I mean, that's what the U.S. government does. So don't think they don't. So what we're talking about here is false sense of security, false uh, um, um, security theater, let's call security it. Security theater, right. It, it's the false sense of safety. The false safety, sense of exactly. security. That is, that is an excellent word. <clears throat> safety. You must be safe. Don't worry. We'll yeah. keep <sighs> you safe. You'll be perfectly safe as long as we have control of you. So don't be afraid. You'll be safe. Why, why are Just your do eyes what we closed? say. <laughs> so, all right. So, <laughs> shut up again. You're better when you're quiet. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love you. You're oh, lucky. fine. <laughs> Somebody's not getting laid tonight. <laughs> Sucks to be her. <laughs> anyway. Wow. You're on a roll, huh? Yeah, I'm pushing it. I know. Yeah. I like to push it every once in a while. So God. we talk about this false sense of security. We talk about the security theater, theater. Let's call it security theater. 
And, you know, it gets tiring after a while, you know, always seeing these plots and, and knowing that they're up to something and, and they're, they're constantly doing it. You know, we, we think the TSA is, is there to protect us. Isn't that what the TSA was brought to us for? To protect us? Is that what their job is? Did you is? read that story about the guy who was drunk? Boy, you just don't let me and set a story up, do you? <laughs> God damn it, Dave. That's well, where I was I going, my friend. Hashtag Dave. Yeah, well, story. all right. So maybe you, should, maybe you should tell me these things beforehand. Hashtag douchebag Dave. Yeah, douchebag Dave's here for you. Dave's drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going, Dave. Allegedly, or alleged TSA imposter. Did you see who it was, Dave? Have you seen who this imposter is? Wasn't he like a, um, the son of, I can't remember. Go ahead. He was an international banker. The son, an international banker who was poised, uh, posed as a TSA screener and reportedly patted down female passengers at San Francisco International Airport has been revealed as the son-in-law of one of the most prominent families in Hong Kong. Uh, move. <laughs> Continue to move, computer. Hello. Scroll down. <laughs> Thank you. We don't care if somebody is well is the wealthiest man in the world, or he's a transient with no home living here in Red, uh, Redwood City. Everybody gets treated the same. So let's see if this wants to cooperate. Right about the international banker who posed as a TSA screener while reportedly patting down female passengers at San Francisco International mm -hmm. Airport. It turns out Eric Slyton is the son-in-law of one of the most prominent families in Hong Kong. His mugshot was made public today. ABC 7 News reporter Vic Lee has the story. We don't care whether somebody is the wealthiest man in the world or he's a, a transient with no home living here in Redwood City. Everybody gets treated the same in San Mateo County. This was District Attorney Steve Wagstaff's response Bullshit. when he learned that Eric Slyton was married to Hong Kong aristocracy. Newspapers in Hong Kong just can't get enough of the scandal. It's on the front pages billed as an embarrassment to one of its most powerful Chinese families. It turns out Eric Slyton, the man who posed as a TSA screener, is married to the daughter of Deng Chihua. He's a former head of the government of Hong Kong. His daughter Audrey, Slyton's wife, is the woman on the far right of this picture. The 53-year-old international investment banker was arrested last week at the international terminal. He had checked in early for his flight to Hong Kong. After passing security, Slyton reportedly spent time at one of the bars drinking. Sources tell us he stood behind the role of TSA screeners as he lured a female traveler into a small room where the TSA takes passengers who need to be checked more thoroughly. Those same sources believe he patted the woman down in the privacy of the room. He then reportedly brought another woman in. That's when he caught the eye of a real TSA agent who confronted him and detained him until police arrived. Slyton was only charged with being drunk in public and not the more serious charges related to the pat-downs because the sheriff's office, which is investigating, can't find the two women. They had already left on their flights. We've learned that investigators have now reviewed security videos from cameras in the TSA checkpoint. We do believe that the women involved were probably in about their 40s as far as their age range and were of Asian descent. But they still don't know who they are, and prosecutors say they need the victims to make the stronger case. Meantime, Atkins Capital, Singapore, where Slyton is the director, says he's decided to take a temporary leave of absence. Slyton will be arraigned in Redwood City 
next month. Now, let, let I got a couple questions to pose on this. First question is, if if anybody else did this other than an international banker, right? Mm-hmm. Would just the sheriff's department be investigating it, or would the feds be involved? Would the Department oh of God, Homeland yeah. Security no, no, be no, there? No, 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 because it's 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 uh, it's the uh, TSA. The FBI would be involved. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know what? They can't find these people because the sheriff's department can't find them. Well, why don't we have the major thing? Hold on a second. This. It's 10:30. I'll go. I'm 15 minutes away from the TIA airport. I'm gonna go there in a blue shirt and I'm gonna start harassing people. And let's and and we'll have Bickety Bang come behind me and he'll tell you on the phone who the fuck is fucking me. And it's probably gonna be TSA first, FBI second, CIA third. Right. Right. Well, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. But we're about. not, we're not, we're not giving anybody any preferential treatment. That's what, that's what I'm talking about with security theater. Uh, this gentleman was able to pass through security with a ticket. Okay. That's perfectly fine. You know, if that's what the process he got through. And then he was able to gain access to a private screening room of the TSA. Where is the security there? Okay. Well. Maybe Again. he was smart enough to be able to whittle his way into this smart little tiny enough, room. The, the dude was drunk. Well, but I'm giving him the he benefit just, of the he doubt. He just went for it. I'm just giving him the which benefit is, of the doubt. Which is exactly what I would do. Like, fuck it, I'm going for it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's honestly just like hilarious drunken antics. I can't believe that he pulled it off, but it is kind of funny. You the thing that kind of think- caught my attention with this video is that they want to find these women and they're calling them victims because they got patted down. Yeah, I, if the TSA well, does it, they're not victims. No, right. all of a right. sudden they're just like normal human beings. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. th- these guys exactly. grab your nuts, it's okay, don't worry about it. But he because grabbed your nuts, you got a patted down problem. by a drunken idiot, they're victims. But <laughs> if, it, if it's a TSA, they're, they're not victims. It's okay. This don't is throw exactly- them to protect you, Dave. Relax. This is, this is the exact reason why. I don't fly anymore. I, I, I bought this other truck just to fucking drive to New York or the Northeast and back so that I don't have to deal with fucking TSA shit anymore. We got a friend. Um, you know the friend, but I won't mention the name right now because nothing's in stone. But her husband um, is possibly has a new job, uh, and it's going to make them move to Colorado. Now, this is very close people to us. We visit with them as often as we can. Uh, they come down here. We go up there. Um and the uh, the wife's biggest concern was being away from us. You know how uh, you know I'm not going to be able to visit with them as often. Uh, you know if you take this job, he says, you know what, I'm going to be making enough money. I'll be able to fly you down there once a year, and I'll fly them up here once a year. I said, well, do you think maybe you could just pay for my gas because I don't want to fly? <laughs> like you know that that was the first thing. Isn't that not the right. first thing that came out of my mouth, honey? Yes. <laughs> the first thing. Well, do you think you pay for our gas because I don't want to fly? Although I want to go to Colorado, which is where they're looking at relocating. So, I mean, that would be a fun trip. You got to admit that one. Mm-hmm. Get up to where it's legal, which hopefully here will be legal soon. Don't forget. Yeah, th- yes, th- one, that, two. That won't affect me whatsoever. That's because you don't follow laws, Dave. You're just a rebel. You're no, just it's a because rebel. I got, it's because I have a concealed weapons permit. I want to keep it. Well, I, I don't see anything in the paperwork that says you can't keep it. You can, you Have can you get bought pres- a gun recently? When you, was the last time you bought a you gun? You can get prescription drugs, can't you? When was the last time you bought a gun? It's been a while. Did you actually read on the, on one of the lines? I think it's line 14, and I'm making that shit up. Uh, <laughs> we should admit it. It says, no, we're no, transparent making, here at least. <laughs> I'm making up the line, but, the, uh, you know, the line number, but the line says, Have you ever used marijuana or other controlled substances? 
or whatever, you know, it, it specifically points out marijuana. Now, I've bought, I don't know, seven, eight guns down here since I've been in Florida. And um, I've lied every time. Why would right? you do that? But Dave? there's no proof. There's no proof of that, right? But if I got a medical card, guess what? They could use that against me. So I will never get a medical card until the, until they figure out a way that I can keep my fucking concealed weapons permit and buy medical marijuana. Well, and honestly, I don't even think it's fucking right that I have to actually have a card to buy some other medicine. I don't have to have. Look, I can actually show you within a hand within ten feet of me. I have prescription, you know, controlled substances. I got Tremadol. I had fucking Vicodin. I got all these fucking. I got Xanax. I got all this shit here that was prescribed to me, and I don't have a fucking card. And they don't know who. They don't know shit about me. Yep. But when it comes to marijuana, now all of a sudden they need to know everything about me. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I agree. I'm not, I'm not fall. I'm not falling for that shit. I am not falling for that fucking bullshit. I am not giving up do, my information. Do you see? Do you oh see with the? I know it's fucking fire, Dave, up there. Uh, do you see with the federal government now uh, agreeing to work with the banks with the? Of course, the money's they made. want you their see, money. Do you see this being them loosening up and possibly that won't be an issue that we have to worry about in the future? I mean, do you, do you, uh, if it's, if the federal government loosens its, its grasp on the legalization of marijuana, alright, and they decide, you know what, we're gonna take it off to schedule one, uh, we'll make it a, a schedule four with, uh, Tylenol or whatever's on the schedule four list. Do you see that not being an issue anymore? Cause they don't ask you if you're on prescription drugs when you get a job, when you get a gun. You know, that's not part of the questionnaires. Right. So me, do you see it falling me, into uh, that factor? No, because uh, prescription drugs kill more people than um, all other illicit drugs combined. Agreed. And you don't need you don't need you don't need fucking shit to identify you on that, especially in the state of Florida. Medical I mean, malpractice kills more than than uh, oh my prescription God, no. drugs and guns put together, or than than hundred hundred thousand. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. A hundred thousand people die a year from medical malpractice. I wouldn't even say medical malpractice. They fuck up. Well, that's medical. Right. Dave, doctors fucking up is medical malpractice, my friend. I mean, let's let's, let's, just, you know, let's use but, it what but, it is. But let's just say because <laughs> medical malpractice lends itself to uh, insurance. They no, see, fuck now up. You're, you're getting all lawyery on me. We're not talking lawyerly. If, I, if a doctor to, fucks just, up, that's medical malpractice. End of story. I'm trying to tell you, look it up in this in these terms. Look it up whatever the hell you want to. You know, a hundred thousand people, which is more than guns, uh, more than car accidents, and more than uh, illicit drugs combined. Yep, but that's legal. It's okay for them to be killing. That's okay, right. Dave. Don't you right. know that? And, and everybody should have <laughs> Obamacare. Make wants everybody to have their own fucking primary doctor. I got my phone. I want more. Well, I love my my Obama phone. <laughs> I know you do. Shit, I never use that thing. I know, because I can never get a hold of you. If you're not sitting in front of the computer, I can't get a hold of your dumb ass. And why do you think that is? Because uh, you're a pain in my ass. Because I'm going back 20 years where I like to not be in <laughs> contact with everybody all the time. with the earth. With the earth. I wouldn't say that. I'm just usually <laughs> you grounded days. I'm usually passed out on the couch. <laughs> you do a stroll along the lake barefoot. <laughs> all the time. I actually did it 20 minutes before fucking Adam showed up. Oh my. One more thing I want to say about Of Bitcoin. course you do. Yeah, one more thing I want to say about Of Bitcoin. course you do. Oh, come on. Stop. Sorry, I had to. I was that's not the one you I was looking for actually. You oh, yeah, you're looking for the chemtrail one, right? Probably half a million dollars in Where's debt the chemtrail one? The hell. It sucks. 
leave it alone. Sucks. I can't find my chemtrail one. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. <laughs> anyway. And I was just, I was just, I didn't say that. I was just repeating what my son said. I thought it was funny. And that's why I called you. Yeah. Uh huh. Keep, keep covering uh-huh. your back. It's all right. Lionel. Lionel Media, if you want to follow him at uh, Lionel yeah, Media. Yeah, I could pick that guy apart in fucking two seconds. Don't, I love the don't guy. Don't even get me started. Don't I, even get me started. I love the guy. We're going to have him hopefully soon on. as a guest. Let's move on. Because Dave's all mad because he believes in chemtrails also. And Dave just can't handle when smart people that he might agree my, with. Everything else likes chemtrails. My son does not believe in chemtrails. He said it to be funny. Yeah, I'll bet you he does. Because my son is smart. Doesn't your dad have chemtrails all over his page too? Yeah, and I haven't spoken to him in 23 years. <laughs> Dave's surrounded by people who believe Come in chemtrails, on. but he can't believe in them. Where are you going again? Give, give it a rest. There's no, there's no proof. Moving right along. Just done. look up. That's We're all you got to do is look We're up. We're done perfect. here. Yeah. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Moving along. Oh, Tony. Uh, what was that comment? He called you a hypocrite. Yes, Tony. Tony, I hope you're still listening. About what we talked about Tony, in the who? First Tony hour. Sparks. I hope you're still listening. Tony Sparks. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a Twitter follower we have. He's a good guy. We. Well, I have. He likes to harass me on Twitter regularly. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) So I appreciate your harassment, Tony. And I'm not a hypocrite because our money is our money is paying for those bombs. So guess what? That puts us in involvement. So I can stand up and say, I don't want my money going to murder children. Yeah, but what are you doing about it? I'm talking about it. That's all I can do. I don't oh, have a okay. bunch of money. All right. yeah. We're talking here. We're talking. Okay. What you the fuck? I'm going to fucking stick you guys up, right? Put well, a I'm going to say you guys. Put a gun, put a gun. I'm going to have three people come in here. I'm going to oh. put a gun to each one of your heads, and I'm going to be like, give me all your money. And you're going to be like, all right, don't take this money and and buy drugs with it. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to with it. You guys ain't doing shit. I'm, I hate to say this, I'm the one that's sticking my balls out. I haven't fucking filed since 2009. And you know what? There's a pretty good chance when I'm in Honduras that they're gonna fucking yank me. They're gonna gank me and take all my fucking money away. But I can't do it. I can't fucking, I can't do it. Just recently, just today, a friend of ours, uh, Jenny found out, uh, that she beat a red light ticket, which I helped her beat. And then people started coming to me and asking me how to do it, you know, what, what was going on. And I was like, listen. Is this Jenny Lynn? Yeah, you could pay the $158 ticket, um, or the $30 you could do what court I did. cost. Well, no, no, it's just $158. Or you could ignore it. And then the next, uh, email, the next mail they send you is registered mail. And it cost you $258 to fucking, uh, do it then. And that's when I sent my motion to dismiss. And then when I went to court, they said, we, you, 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 uh, it could be $500, a $500 fine and $40 in court costs. So I was looking at $540 fine. I was like, fuck you. I am do. I don't, I'd rather pay $540 than pay the $150 fucking without fighting it. And guess what? I won. And so did she. And what'd you end up paying? Nothing. 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 I fucking won. I fought the law and I call one. <laughs> I give a dollar to somebody who realizes what 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 phrase that came from. Uh, I know where where that, that came, came from. from. Where'd it come from? I forget what it's called. I fought the law and the that one. No. no. Well, oh. no, no. Well, kind, well, kind of, kind of. But I that's not the name it. of the band. So I, I fought can't. the law and I call one. <laughs> and, and cold is actually you know the. uh the thing there, because I fought the law and I won was, you know, in the 50s. The one I'm saying was in the 80s. 
was in the 80s. I'll have to look up that one because I don't remember that one. Um, <clears throat> buzzy questions here. There, Dave. Oh, fuck him. Don't be nice to Buzzer. Jesus Christ. No, I've, been, I've been fighting with him all fucking day. Jesus. He says, why would the women consent to a pat-down without seeing any ID or badge to begin with? Well, Buzzy. And I replied back because they're programmed to. That's exactly what I was about. And I didn't even see your reply. That's exactly why, Buzzy. Because we are trained that if somebody seems authoritative, that we should just listen to them. You know, I love my yeah. father to death. And we got into this conversation a little bit today about about the... The, the drunk TSA guy. And he said, you know, there's 8 million planes flying up there and you got this one incident. I said, well, what about all the guys that stole? What about all the guys that have murdered that have been TSA? It's it's low level. Out, and, it, and what about the fact that they've never caught a terrorist ever? Ever, right. And, and these guns that they say they're finding, 95% of the time they're probably set up just so they have something to talk about. Um, and you know what? People forget about shit. It can happen. Uh, I don't remember if it was you or Spicoli. Uh, Eric, that was flying and forgot that they had some casings in their bag and they all freaked out. It wasn't you because you don't but fly. Me. It must have been Eric. It's the only person I can think it of. It was he, Eric. He had some casings in the bottom of the bag that he had packed and he forgot about. And luckily enough, I think he found them before he went through security because he would have went to jail for that you, just for having casings. All right, so when I was 16 years old, I was over at the west coast of, of California, right? I was on fucking Venice Beach and I found a vial of Coke Right, and my mother. I was 16 years old. My mother took me shooting because you couldn't go shoot in New York. My mother took me shooting there, and I shot a uh, 22, 380, and a Colt 45. Right, and I brought back a fucking at least one or two Colt 45, you know, 45 caliber bullets. Right, right. On the plane back, in my fucking bag, I had a vial of coke and two fucking Colt 45 rounds, and I got through. And this day, God forbid you have a fucking pipe that's got green burned residue in it, boom, you get arrested. And I know this because a friend of mine, this happened to a friend of mine right here in this fucking state. And I had to go bail him out. Fuck, fuck, fuck this country. <laughs> you know, I feel you sometimes. And, you know, you know where that doesn't happen? <sighs> go ahead. You haven't said it yet. I've already said yeah. chemtrail a bunch of times. Honduras. Honduras, it does not happen there. And it's, it's a sin that we feel that way. I mean, Dave, I remember, uh, I, I can't remember the year. I believe it was right before 9, I think it was 99. 99 or 2000. I was flying. I came down here, uh, to visit with family. And on my way back, I had my dugout. Carrying it with me the whole time, keep in mind. Throughout the whole trip, through all the airports, mm -hmm. all the security. And I'm in Atlanta. And if you've ever been in Atlanta airport, I don't know if it's huge. I don't know if it's still there or not. They have this smoking room. And you walk down and they might have removed it since I was there last. But you would walk down and you'd go to the smoking room. It was within the terminal gates. And it was this humongous room. And, uh, there had to be, I don't know, a hundred and something chairs in there to sit and smoke. And that's all it was for was smoking. Smells disgusting. Oh, it was, oh, it was hard. The nicotine's running down the walls. Thank God I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Right. Um, so I'm sitting in there and I'm smoking a cigarette and I got my dugout. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I put the cigarette in the ashtray. I had one of those dugouts that looked just like a cigarette, packed it up, put the dugout away, lit it, took a hit, put that away, grabbed my cigarette, took a drag behind that. And I sat in there smoking pot in the airport in Atlanta. All right. I did that for 15, 20 minutes, got on my plane, left. Um, 
after 9-11, Lexi and I traveled up to Pennsylvania. This was 2007, right, honey? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you didn't tell me. Oh, I don't ever God. tell Lexi ahead of time until after we get through it because she can't can't handle getting through anything. <laughs> I freaked out on the cruise because I knew and I had to go around the corner because I was like, they're gonna know from my face. Yeah. So we we get on this we get on this we're, we're going up to Pennsylvania to spend some Christmas with the kids and my parents. This is when they still lived up there, and I uh, I had rolled two joints and I had them in my cigarette pack. Well, went through security. We land. We get in Pennsylvania. We pick up the rental car, and we have to drive to Jersey to pick up my kids from from Philly Airport, and then we're driving to Western Pennsylvania from there. So we get in the car, and I say, "Honey, you want to get high?" She's like, "God, I would love to get high." I said, "Okay." And I pull out a joint. And I like it. And she's like, "Where did you get that from?" I'm like, "It came with us." She's like, "What?" You know, like having like a total spasm. I'm like, "Honey, right. we got through. What's the big deal?" So the cruise, you know, the cruise is a little different because you're not dealing with TSA. You're dealing with the, the company that's hired to do security that the cruise lines pay for, not the government. The cruise lines pay for their security. Right. You know, that's a big thing with TSA that I have a problem with. Who's paying for it? Well, the government's paying for it. Why are the airlines not responsible to protect themselves? That's a whole other story. So, you know, this was back when we were doing our roll your own cigarettes. And uh, we would carry, we had these big Tupperwares that would hold a carton of cigarettes each. So we had brought two cartons with us to go on a cruise for a week, uh, for five, four or five days. We needed, you know, a good amount of cigarettes. So we get on, the, uh, we, we're going through the security and everything, and I forgot, dumbass me, forgot to take the cameras out of the bag, which is what grabbed their attention, not the five joints I had mixed in with the cigarettes. <laughs> so, but I had already gone through, and I saw them stop him, and they were like going through his back and I'm like shit 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 and I just like walked around the corner and guess Ugh. what we had on the ship for five days five joints we also had a hanger on her too yeah. towards the end yeah we had a hanger on her at the end I'll tell you what the best thing in the world being on the Bahamas on a little private island walking to the side where nobody is yeah. and sparking up a joint and sitting there and smoking it and looking at the environment looking at the the boat sitting out there and everybody having fun it was nice it was, I was high it was good weed too but anyway, you get my point. They do. You know, it's security theater. And I wouldn't right. try that now because I would, I would not be you as... You can go to jail for that. Oh yeah, well, by far you go. But so I wouldn't be able to do that now. That's one of the reasons why I won't fly because I'll be too, mm-hmm. too, no, no, you know, I'm not going through this. You're going to have to pat and, me down. Da, 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 da. So now I can't know, do it. You know, uh, what was it? Uh, three, four months ago, went to Vermont. And then came, I went to see, visit my son. So my son lives in Long Island, right? It was 1200 miles. I made it home in 18 hours, right? Which if you think about it, right? Suppose I was leaving, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning on a flight. I'd have to get up at six, you know, get my shit together, eat breakfast. Get there two hours ahead of time. Get there to, sorry, get there to eight. I mean, you know, 10 o'clock, the flight leaves. Let's just say it's on time. I get home at 12.31, and I, I, I arrive at my house at 1.32 o'clock, right? Because I'm 15 minutes away from the airport. Right, right. I got home eight hours after that, and I drove by myself, you know? And it cost a relatively same amount. About and, that, yeah. 
and I could listen to whatever I wanted to. I could stop wherever the fuck I wanted to. I could be drunk the whole way home. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to. And I gotta be honest with you, I loved it because I didn't feel like cattle. I felt I was free. I was driving. I, I saw, you know, the, 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 well, off of 95, there's not a whole lot of shit to see, <laughs> but I got to see, you know, America off the side of 95. Well, and that's I, what, that's what we did for the funeral we had to go to a few months ago. Right. You know, it was great, right? Oh, I love, you know, it was exhaust. We did it wrong the first way, but coming back was much nicer. Yeah. You know, and, and. Our trip to Virginia was, was awesome. Yeah, our, the, the Virginia trip was great, you know, and it is, I think, the, the convenience of getting there, you know, back in the day when you could literally show up at the airport 10, 15 minutes before your flight's supposed to take yeah. off and, you know, you get in there, you get through there. I mean, shit, my mom had a plane brought back to the gate for her because we got there late and this was back in, you know, the early eighties, you know, when, when, when it was a service industry still. It's not a right. service industry anymore. It's just sucking your money to get you where you want to be. It's, right. it's no longer a service industry. It's tantamount to be loading, cattle being loaded onto a train car and then moving along. You know, you have no fucking, if you're out in the tarmac for three, four hours, hey, you stay there. You, you, you can't even get up to go pee. Did you hear the story about yeah. the, did you hear the story about the pilot? Uh, this was a week or two ago. Um, this, yeah, that this, bought the pizza for the yeah, guy. Yeah, the flight had got diverted. Oh, yeah. The one guy. Yeah, you know, well, it's, he, it's nice to hear that. You gotta, it you is. Some nice things every once in a while. You know. How'd they get the pizza on the plane? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other <laughs> Did story. Did it go through NSA? It must have. <laughs> it had to go through <laughs> it, the security, I dude, would assume. And it, that is nothing but a fucking, um. Security uh, theater, Dave, right, is all right. it is. It's security it, that is theater. A PR, that is a PR stunt right there. Hey, you know what? We, we left you out there for, for hours and, and, and the pilot bought everybody pizza. Suppose I don't want to have pizza because you know what? I got to shit two hours later and I can't get the fuck out of the chair <laughs> because I'm still in the fucking tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> So many different things we could go over with airlines and how they're ran anymore. Uh, it's ridiculous. I, I have this to is, agree. Again, this is why I would really, I want to go visit my friend in Vermont again. And I really kind of, and I'm jonesing to go do it because he's got shit going on. When we're together, it really kind of, we, we connect and it makes me better. And I want to go visit him. And I just don't want to fucking drive right now because it's going to cost me a thousand bucks round trip. And it would cost me 400 round trip on a plane. And, and then bail money after that. I don't want to. I don't want to fucking fly. I really. I, it's easier to, for me to spend four hundred dollars, but I don't want to do it. I. You know what though? It, it sucks because I love flying. I used to. I mean, I wanted mm -hmm. to be a pilot. I enjoy being in the air. I enjoyed traveling back when traveling was fun by plane. Yeah. It, it's no longer fun anymore. It's not I, enjoyable. You can't go there and and. and it's not nostalgic anymore. It used to be nostalgic, you know? The jo the job I had before I moved down to Florida, uh, we had offices all over the country, right? And one of the offices was in San Francisco. And because my son didn't, you know, because I didn't have kids at home with me and my two other coworkers did, I was the guy that always went to fucking San Francisco. I went to San Francisco four fucking times in two years. I loved it, you know? It's a six-hour flight, and I'm on the other side of the country, and, you know, I was able to fix the computer like that, and I had the whole fucking weekend to myself. One time, I even flew my girlfriend out to go hang out with me, and it was fabulous. I love the fact that you could be somewhere else within six hours. Look, it takes me, what, two hours to get to you? It takes me four hours to get to my friend in Jacksonville, and that's in the state of fucking Florida. If I if I did, you know, a little bit more than that, I mean, I'm on the other side of the fucking country. And yeah, I could get to watch the sunset 
on the real West Coast. So you can watch a rise here and set there. True, but that's over the Gulf of Mexico. Um, no, I mean, you could watch it rise here in Florida exactly, and fly exactly, to right. California to see it set. Exactly. And I just don't want to do that anymore. Like, I want to, I want to go see, I want to go, I really, honestly, I want to drive across the country. I got a friend in Dallas that I want to see. I want to see Kevin in Arizona and then ultimately end up at fucking Amber's house in, you know, SoCal. Um, but it's going to take me a fucking week to do that. You know? And, and, you know, thousand dollars in fuel. They get you. They get you coming and going. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, uh, so Buzz, 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 you wanted to say that you're a very safe driver for driving 18 hours nonstop, by the way. Yeah, well, it was the, you know, because I used to be a truck driver, so I, I know how to do and, that. And that motherfucker would drive 20 if the government wasn't up his ass to make sure he wasn't. So, Buzzy, you know that's Oof. true. You know, I, I, you know, I could talk a lot of shit about Buzzy, but that guy's got, you know, three, four million miles accident free. I gotta give it to that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta give it to him. Uh, we'll have to go track him down and get him an accident. I'll just drive right in front no, of him. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good driver. He, he, you know. Buzzy's he, a great guy. I like, I love Buzzy. Him and I talked today on the phone for a little bit, uh, about yeah. some other things and we got into the Israel argument and it was still a pleasant, argument we had and you know right. he's not one of those ones throwing the bible at me you know they're, they're i've got people i don't even know doing that to me you know reciting these bible verses about israel and how it's their property guess what i don't care i don't believe in the bible it doesn't matter to me <laughs> i mean really it, you know i have to buy into your premise which is i just don't want anybody to die well that's what it's and, about it, that's I kinda all did, it is yes. even even though i backtrack and say look we're, in, we're we live in a country where we we massacred everybody to be here ourselves which is the same thing that's going on over in Israel. True. But I don't want, I, I really, I just, I, I, can't we just stop killing people? Can't we, look. There's no money the, in not killing people, Dave. Well, here's the thing. Without government, we could all get along. Can we we get, get along. along. Seriously, no. Without government, we could all get along. You know what? When I was in, uh, Manhattan on September 11th, and I was fucking running the fuck out of there, guess who was running out of there with me? There's this guy I used to work with who's straight from Pakistan, has an arranged marriage, and he did the whole Ramadan thing. And I remember being with him doing Ramadan. I was like, hey, you want to go get lunch? He's like, I can't. I was like, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> I'll hit you up in a couple weeks when we can do lunch. Um, he was running right next to me. You know, we were, we were fucking running away from the same fucking thing. Um, I, it matters not to me what they're into. It matters to me who they are. And he was a really cool person. Right. And it, I actually enjoyed talking to him. And that dude's got, you know, at this point, he's got three kids and he's still married, which is way better than my marriage. I let my marriage lasted three years, you know, so he, whatever happened, he did it better than me. So I can't shit on him for the way he thinks, you know? Well, why would you want to shit on him for the way they think? I mean, that's, I again, that goes point. back to the whole religious argument, you know? I don't. I don't go to somebody who's overly religious and say, hey, you're wrong for being a religious. I, I you don't. Know what? I, they come to me and say, I'm wrong for not believing, but I don't say you're wrong for what you believe in. I say, believe in what you believe in. Leave me out of it and don't expect our, our, our way of life and don't expect the way our governments operate to go in tune with what you believe in because that's not what I believe in. So, like, right. you know, we have to separate it. And I thought that's what we were. We're separated. I mean, the people came here to America because they were what they wanted freedom of religion. They wanted freedom of speech. They wanted you know they all wanted these freedoms. freedoms. Right. Right. They wanted all these freedoms. And and we've gone now, you know, two hundred and thirty plus years later 
and we've eliminated these freedoms. God forbid you speak up against anything. That goes back to the Israel clip I played earlier with John Stewart. Uh, It goes to the, 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 the racism being thrown out if you disagree with anything that anybody says. And now that we have this, this president that, you know, hey, he's half black. We know that. And God forbid you disagree with him, you're automatically a racist. You're a racist. You don't like Obamacare. You're a racist. <laughs> and that's getting ridiculous. That that's thr- you. You. You don't. You're not happy with the uh, illegals, which I know you and I have a different, a little bit of a difference of opinion on this. But if you're not happy with the illegals coming over and you're standing up against it, you're a racist. You know, you don't want to lose your gun. You're a racist. Well, well see, how is that? I don't mind Texas fucking closing their borders, right? Because that state's rights. If that's what they want to do. Fine. That state that and, and people are actually getting together and doing that. I don't agree with it, but that's what they, that's what I think they. You know, if that's what you want, then that's what you want. Oh, by the way, Buzzy wasn't all thank you for being a safe driver. I know he was being a dickhead. I know that. Yeah, he said you drove eighteen hours nonstop and you put yourself and everyone around you in danger. No, 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 I did not. I could be. I I stay up eighteen hours a day every day. I get six eight hours of sleep. I could drive eighteen hours, uh, twelve hundred miles. I was fucking fine. I left at six o'clock in the morning. Got here at twelve thirty at night. Oh, I drove fifteen. I drove fifteen on the last leg of the funeral trip on the way up. And I wasn't. I wasn't packing eighty thousand pounds behind me. It's a thirty thousand pound truck. If anything, I put myself in danger. You're just packing eighty thousand pounds in your ass, but that's a whole other story. Oh. (laughs) That's not even. That's not even funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the third hour, yeah, we're getting there. In the third hour, we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, Nate, right? Yeah, Nate, Nathan Ryan's gonna join us. It's gonna oh, be so a little I, different. I can, get, I can get high, right? Yeah, it's gonna be a little different than normal. He he was at Comic Con today. He met a lot of interesting people, and I think he wants to get that out there. So we're gonna have him join us in the third hour. Uh, we'll open the phone lines up. Wait, wait, wait what did you say? He was at Comic Con in California. Yes. Yeah, I think I heard a little bit of last night. It was actually pretty, pretty cool. All right. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's we're gonna throw a little bread and circus at you guys. You know, we yeah, need well, to have yeah. a little bread and circus. Hopefully, he's got some great stuff to share with us. I know him and Lexi are working on something for the fall that you might hear, and that's another thing hey. I want to bring up. Uh, you know, I'm I'm always looking for new show hosts. Um, I got some people that are changing their 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 ways. They don't want to do shows. They can't do shows. They are they're not happy with their arrangement. Uh, so if, if you're out there and you want to do a show, uh, no matter what the genre is, no matter what you want to Wait, discuss, I want you, you to contact me. Last night, uh, on Drunk and Disorderly, Nate and fucking Skin Biscuits were talking about doing a show. And Nate was like, yeah, you know, that'd be we'll, interesting. We'll make, uh, make this happen. And then Skin Biscuits just like jumped right on and fucking attacked him. I was like, I want to hear that. I want to hear that show. I think it would be a good show. Cause most people don't understand Skin Biscuits. He's a fucking prick. Uh, when it comes to he's a Twitter prick. People. He's a Twitter. No, 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 no. He's he's a he's a prick. But also, when you do something and he likes, no one will support you more than he will. Oh so yeah, I love the. You guy. gotta understand. You gotta understand that that's where he comes from. And he, I, I, I he's my favorite listener. Actually, he's been him, Buzzy. Um, I, yeah. I know I'm gonna forget people, and I, I apologize uh, if I do. Uh, we got. Uh, Will up in Jacksonville. Right. Troy. Will fucking, uh, uh, Skin uh, Buzzy. Jesus Christ. I'm so drunk. Troy Borton. Troy, right. You know, All we've got the, some right. great guys and I really appreciate, you know, you guys have been here. And again, if I'm missing somebody, I apologize. You know, you guys have been here since day one pretty much with us. And I you love- show us your support. You give us, you know, you get on us when you're angry with us, which is fine. 
and yeah. you support us and you show us good information where we need it. So yeah, uh, I I I just tweet, I just said something about uh, the Beastie Boys. Actually, I, I didn't say Beastie Boys, but Trucker Mike, boom, right there, fucking tweets it out with the video. Is that this, <laughs> you know, I, is that uh, MK Ultra's? He he stole some. No 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 from no. Us? I said uh, whatever the hell I said about the the, the what what line is this song from? And. I don't even remember at this point, but <laughs> fucking Trucker Mike tweeted it out. It was a Beastie Boys song. Yep, you know, on License to Kill album. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. Wine One Hundred and One was another one that tweeted that out. But anyway, there. my favorite part about doing these things, doing these shows, because this I'm I'm into the fifth hour of doing shows today. I love the interaction between me and the people that are out there. And, and again, I always say that to me that doing this show is nothing more than a fucking conference call because it's just a couple of us are talking but some of the other ones are interacting and i love that interaction i really do yeah we have some great just, listeners just out there and i really kiss appreciate a little bit i love you guys i love you know talk you know get, give me shit whatever i i enjoy the shit out of it and that's that's honestly the reason why i do it yeah absolutely and, and we enjoy that you know I go back and forth with people all the time. Um, we have a lot of good discussions. We learn a lot from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do this, you know. And we'll continue to do it for as long as we can. You guys are listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Third hour is going to be a little bit of fun. We'll talk to Nate then. We'll talk to you soon. It's actually the, the very definition of terrorism. They're trying to kill people for a political agenda. It's just, you know, a nicety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, guys, that the news agencies are not there to tell you the truth. They're there to tell you what they're told to tell you. You're still stuck to the American dollar, and you're still stuck to American laws. I still want to have the freedom to go where I want to go if I need to go. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in my mind, at least. And this goes along... If this is going to be another cum cum trail... (laughs) (laughs) I've got lesbians, and he's got cum trail. Okay, why don't you just move along? Animals get in the way when you're doing a radio show. What I think is they're going to have to redirect the American's mindset. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even more fun. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) I I want you all to keep your eyes open and your ears open on what's going on. It's the first 52. RazRadioLive.com Stay with us. You're going to be all right. Look at me. Hey. Hey. Ah, you're going to be all right. Don't worry about it. Doc's going to take care of you, all right?
cash rot. I try to find a life out in the new world order, and I die front lines like a motherfucking soldier. Please be unto me, I'll praise unto you. I hope one day that our children stand true and take pride in the fight for the red, white, and blue. Don't let us die in vain, revolution's overdue. We do it for the youth, they do it for the power. We fight for our republic, so we'll never run and cower. As long as we're united, we're never overpowered. All that really matters how we live our final hour.
What's up, Raz Radio fam? It's your man Wayne in Baltimore. And if you ever heard the chocolate drop, there's a little bit of what you've been missing. I was all over Justin Bieber's stuff last night. The guy got a couple good leaks on me, but after that, it was on. But he, he didn't wear me out, so to speak. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, yeah. You want to see my eyes? Have you ever had a nut with more flavor? That's what I like about Iowa. We don't have black people. It's the Chocolate Drop, Saturdays from 1 to 3 on RatchetHillLive.com. We talk about other stuff, trust me.
Right, guys, the third hour of the first 52 on RamsRadioLive.com. What up? What up? We're gonna try to make it a little lighthearted. We're gonna talk some some entertainment news. You know, maybe maybe go a little conspiratorial with it if I can get Nate to go down that track. Let's do it. My husband just said he was gonna get Nate to go down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think hey. of the music on. It wasn't clean. <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's something I want to say. What's that, Dave? All right, the the girls that are singing this, it's called they're called Nina Sky. Right. And I just looked them up. Right. They're twin sisters, identical twin sisters, right? And as they get older, after this song was actually made in, I don't know, fucking 90s or two, early 2000s, one of them, now again, they're identical twins. One of them went gay, and the other one has a husband and kids. Okay. So What's that's, your point? Well, the thing is, you always think that the uh, it, it's genetic, right? And... How is it that if you're genetically the same when, when you're... thinking it's genetic. Well, no, because I think it's genetic. I think you're born with it, right? What the fuck so, are you talking about, buddy? What's going on? Ah. Wait, somebody called in and put us on hold? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, I, man? Hang up. I, I did already. That's the other music playing. So we got this to go on still. So anyway... <clears throat> well, as you can hear, we have Nate joining us tonight. Nate is uh, a, a gentleman from California that likes to join in with the shows here on Rats and may have his own show eventually. What's up, people? Um, I'm at Nathan Ryan five five three three. Do it, do it, do it's way it. Way long. All right, let's see if we can get this because Buzzy <laughs> called during the break, so I want to see what he had to say there. So everybody, sit tight for a minute. Buzzy, we got you now. Yeah. What happened there, man? <laughs> I don't know, fucking cell phone, Skype, whatever. All right, it's the third hour, so you can't be too stressful. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it, the third hour. I just want to say something now, get off. All right. First of all, I, I want to go out and say I agree with a lot of stuff you and Dave say. But there's a lot of stuff I do not agree with whatsoever, and I'd love to kick you in the fucking balls. <laughs> I know that, Buzzy. But that, but that doesn't mean I still don't love you, fucking homo. No homo. No homo. 
We love you too, Buzzy. Yeah. You know that. You know, it's, all it's, right, it's all right. part of the world to, to all have these disagreements and arguments. Go ahead, Dave. Buzz. But on that note, I am not going to sit back and listen or take everything you two say as gospel. We shouldn't. Because That's not what not. we want. We don't want you to do that. Go, wait, hold well, on for a second. Hold on. Hold on. It, let Dave go. Hold on. Let Dave go. Go ahead, Dave. Buzz. Okay. All right. So we've been on the air for what? Almost two years, right, Sean? Uh, yeah, it'll be two years this uh, October. September. Right. All right. So, so Buzz, do you believe more and more as the time goes on? Like, or is it the same? Like, when you first started hearing us on the no, radio? No, it's the same. Uh, it's, so it's the same. We haven't shown you more and more things. You haven't kind of seen things come to fruition that we've said. Maybe, uh, well, maybe I'll go back on uh, police brutality. Uh, yeah, that's getting worse and worse, but I don't know that's because as time goes on, the police state gets even bigger or, or whatever. Right. But the police else, state, no. I bet your police state wasn't even in your vernacular 18 months ago. Yeah, more than now that. it is. More than that. So, so no, I, I never said the word police state, but yeah, I saw you a just bit said it, so you can't say fuzzy. You just said right. police state, so you can't say you never said it. You just uh, brought it up. Yeah, it's just now. Yes, but I never said it 18 months ago. But yes, I thought about right. the police state, so to speak, as far as you went all the way back to Rodney King. So, all right. So now you now you've actually gotten something from us. Yeah, you learned something from us, Buzzy. Oh, I did not get that right. from you. <laughs> hold, this hold sucks. On. We have a I, guest I on that was going to talk about something totally you? not this. Hold on a second. So, in another eighteen, <laughs> hold on a second, Buzz. What the hell? In another in another eighteen months, how many more things do you think that Sean and I are going to get right? Come on, guys. You guys are keeping me up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting exactly. for them to prove that contrails are true. Our chemtrails. Chemtrails are <laughs> true. We will get that this Me year. Too. I, I promise hey, you. This Buzzy, year. do you want to call back in ten minutes because Nathan? Yeah, just Nathan's like falling a, asleep a here. Ten minute yeah, deal. What to go the through fuck, here. Buzzy? Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> man? Let, sorry, right? It's eleven hours. It's Nathan Ryan there. Yeah, oh, buzzer. I was just gonna be a man that I'm gonna hang up. Yeah, buzzer, buzzer, just let it go for until tomorrow, please, please. Tomorrow, let's see. Tomorrow, yeah, Kevin's on tomorrow. Yeah, I'm right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, call, yeah, call hey, hey, one more thing. What's that, buzzer? What? Hello, motherfuckers. Bye, buzzer. That's the best thing he ever fucking said. Gotta love Buzzy. He just likes to stir the pot. All right, so Nathan. You spent oh, the past uh, three days with uh, less than ten hours of sleep, driving or, or, or running around Comic Con, looking at crazy guys dressed up in uniforms. So, yes. give us a little uh, costumes. Costumes. Well, no, they're uniforms because they're wearing, you know, like Star Trek uniforms and and Imperial Stormtrooper uniforms. All right. Well, if you're so it's a uniform. them uniforms, then that. Well, fine. is it not a Nathan? Is it a uniform? Uh, probably both. A costume and a uniform? Okay. Yeah, you're both kind of right. Gross. Wow, he's just walking right down the middle of that yard, isn't he? <laughs> oh, you, you, you have to. Yeah, to, 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 to conquer Comic-Con San Diego. It's, um, it's, it's absolutely, um, it's breathtaking of how many people are there for the same fucking thing. I've never seen so many people. Um, every year gets bigger. I think the San Diego Convention Center needs to fucking grow. It's a $780 million fucking expansion that they need to do. And I'm with the people that do it. I wish that they would fucking get their pencils fucking sharpened <laughs> and fix the fucking problem 
with the politics of getting this thing bigger because there's no way, there's nowhere to go. There's, it's, it, this San is making you angry, isn't it, Nate? Yes, yes, it does, because the wow. San Diego Comic-Con could be so much better if the place was a third size bigger. You have no idea. It's it's so much. It spills out into the whole city. It's crazy. It is absolutely in fucking sane. Oh, well, see, now, just from my point of view, and remember, I'm the crazy conspiracy guy, right? <clears throat> from my point of view, the fact that it's drawing that many people is disturbing in general. Like, uh, let's be honest. I mean, that really does disturb me a Wait little a bit. Why, it doesn't matter why, why. Why can't people do what they want to do? I, I think don't this know. Is, I think that's great that they have this this why vehicle of expression, yeah. and and nobody gets to fuck with them because it's a huge money making thing. I, I love yeah. that. It's huge. I don't, it's huge. I see. Yeah, San, San Diego. San Diego <laughs> makes the San Diego city makes one point two billion dollars on this event alone. Wow. Why, why should I? Why should I shit on them? I, I you know, I, I support you that. You can't do it because it, it, it. Listen, everybody talking or everybody listening. If you were to be dropped in the middle of the con, whether you're a fan of whatever, you're gonna find something and you're gonna find your niche and be like, oh my god, where the fuck is all this stuff and why didn't I know about it and. What about this art? What about that art? What about this movie? What about that movie? What about this game? What about that? It's so crazy. It's yeah. un-fucking-explainable. Well, not it's for nothing. Nuts. Not for nothing, though, Nate. We kind of have been dumped in the middle of the con just living here in this country because we're getting conned every day. But, yeah, but you know. no, no, I'm talking about the San Diego Comic Con. Oh, man. About, uh, let a, a it go for a few event. minutes, man. I gotta be a dick every Seriously, once. let it go so, for a few minutes. Alright, so, all right, what, I don't know about you. Hold, hold on a second. Hold, hold on. Explain Comic Con to me for a second because I Just obviously did. haven't been to one. So what do you, when you walk in, what is, what do you, like, what is it when you walk in? Like, how is the, what, what are you walking into? You, you walk into mass chaos. And everything that you've ever seen on TV or a movie or a comic book or art, it is right in front of you. And so I'm a big are... Star Wars fan, personally. Like Star oh Wars, God. I love right, Star Wars. Hold on Wars. a second. I have one question for you then. What? Yep. Who shot first? Shot what first? <sighs> really? You Han don't know Sol who shot? Han Solo shot oh, first. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Han shot first. We were supposed to yeah. break that out, weren't we? Because I have the original VHS of that. Yeah. Han shot yeah. first. Yeah, you can see. And then if you go to the re redack of whatever the fuck Lucas did and fucked his own art up, I mean, you yeah. can see that it's totally CG'd and they move his head to the... I mean, it's crazy. I mean, this is stupid stuff. This is this is the stupid stuff that people don't even talk about at Comic-Con because it's so, like, known. Right. And, that's, and, that, that's the good thing. It's like these people are all... It's like a great... It's like a... And, it's, and, hard and then, to, it's hard to explain it. And, so, like, people are there for a greater good of, like, entertainment. That's what it is. It's an entertainment fucking convention. I mean, it has so, everything. Everything. Go ahead, Nate. Nate. Nate, what do you think of Jar Jar Binks? Oh, that's I, I think, I think it's I think ever. it's terrible. Yeah. I think I think Lucas fucked up those three films, and he knows it. Everybody else knows it. Everybody knows it. I think the that's, third one, he figured it out at the third mm -hmm. one. No, that you know what, J.J. Abrams is going to make that series pop and make it another trillion fucking dollars. What are that? that that's what's going to happen. Being, I hope so. Being sunk into what I'm sunk into, I don't really look into things. So what are, what are the plans for the next three episodes now that Disney's taken it? Do you have any insight or any idea of, of where they're going to go with it next? I know exactly what's going to happen next. I'm telling you right now. I heard. Oh, from God. I don't know if I want to know this. 
I heard from the well. They, they I heard from the guy's mouth. The only guy that's going to tell me anything is J.J. Abrams himself. And I was at a panel with him, and what he said was, "Hey, listen, think of Star Wars without ever having those three prequels. Think of me starting another fucking series like he did Star Trek, which was done brilliantly, and kind of like there's three different Spider-Mans that come from the beginning type thing." No, the no, Star I Wars know. is different. Star Wars is I, different. So listen, we're, hey, listen, we, we are, or J.J. Abrams is basically taking Return of the Jedi. Okay. Fast forward 30 years. That's what we're doing here, kids. I mean, the prequels were the prequels and they, and Lucas fucked them up and he made a ton of money and he, you know, just built, uh, Lucas Arts and all that stuff and he fucked up the whole franchise. But J.J. Abrams is here to save the fucking world. And they're going to do great. And let me explain what what I'm looking at here. As I look at Nate, over his right shoulder is an R2-D2, a X-Wing, or a um, um, uh, Imperial fighter. That's an X-Wing and a TIE fighter, yeah. Yeah, the TIE fighter, and there's an X-Wing. Hold on, hold on, trivia. What does TIE mean in TIE fighter? Oh, gosh. You know, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know it. I can't get get that book, honey. I've got a Star Wars book over here. Try Ion Engine. Oh, that's 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 right. I have the Star Wars. Believe it or not, I actually. I just learned that like the the last year. See if you can see. And I might even be wrong. Somebody fact check that shit. Do trivia now? Yeah, I'm a little high. No, that's uh, I'm actually. He's like, no, I have to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) As I as I write notes, um, I will uh, confirm and deny. I will research that. Um. But so, it's it's incra- it, it's crazy. I mean, if you guys, the weather's great. If you have any kind of wants for a family vacation, I would really, really, really consider coming down at this time because the weather's great. It's amazing, and there's nothing you can't. No human being can walk through downtown San Diego into the convention center and not see something that they'll fall in love with or relate to. It is amazing. And that it, the art is so. Hold crazy. on a second. You're 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 kind of thinking that we like that shit. What if I don't you, like that? I mean, I, no, I like you, movies, well, but you, you, you can't. I don't you're a, worship you're, you're them. A human. Nope. There's no way. There's I worship no, no one. No way. I think he's saying no matter what, you'll have fun. You, yep. You're gonna enjoy okay. yourself. Yep. You know, you might not. And also, be... you got to remember. I lived in Brooklyn. I I've met and I've seen many fucking famous people. Like it's, that not, shit about, it's not about the famous people. It's about it's about the freaks dressed up. It, really? It, it, no, no, it's about everything involved. <laughs> it's like everything. It's a it's a big melting pot of everything interesting and I don't know if I can and be... radio and like video movies whatever it means. Do, do you there. dress up, Nate? Do you dress up? No. No, you go. That's how you went today. Uh, no, I had a different shirt on, but. Basically the same type of idea. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You don't mark out to anybody. <laughs> well, now you're you're. I saw I saw Hogan today. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I saw Hogan and Tyson. I met LL Cool J oh. again for this third year in a row. Um, LL Cool J was at Comic Con. Yeah, oh LL Cool J. All right, all right trivia. Was what does LL Cool J stand for? <laughs> ladies love cool mode. Uh, ladies I love. I learned that. I was having a beer with a guy, and he's. I'm like, who the fuck are you? I met you last year. He's like, ladies love cool J. I'm like, oh my cool god. What does the J stand for though? Um, J. Cool J- James. James. I think yeah. it's, I think James. That's right. And uh, I love LL Cool J. He's one of my favorites. I worked with a girl that dated him. Yeah, he's a good guy, and uh, not too big at all. He's a great artist. No, he's short. He's short and stocky. 
yeah, he's like five, maybe ten, um, and stocky. Uh, Hogan looked like shit. Um, I saw Tyson look like shit. He has a new cartoon coming out that is going to be based on the same art style. Yeah, as the seventies, um, Hanna Barbera Scooby Doo. Okay, you guys can hear that. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be on Adult Swim, and it's actually really pretty funny. I saw a sizzle reel on that, and then um, I also met. God, who else was there? Okay, Adrian Curry, and then um, I yeah. like Adrian Curry. Yeah, she's, she's a, not. She's not. Because, I don't even know who she is. That's how. That's how star-tarded I am. Who's, <laughs> who's Adrian Curry? She won the first um, America's Top Model. Mm-hmm. Okay, you still. And then she married uh, star-tarded here. Barb, she, she, Bobby she, Brady. She married Bro. Peter Brady. Yes, Peter Brady, and then she she divorced him. And she's a. She, She's a fitness nut and she's a marijuana activist. And oh, I like her now. Okay, games. all good. As long as she's a marijuana yeah. activist, activist. I, she's what they call a tart and don't, in the industry. And don't forget, yes, one two in Florida, November. Just want to remind you. Not for That's nothing. If I'm going to vote, you better vote for that motherfucker. I'm not. You better vote at least. I don't believe in voting. So, <clears throat> Nate, back to the comic. She ain't going to change my life. And I actually, I actually, shut up. I actually want to go to uh back to Star Wars because. They're, you know, in the conspiracy world, because this is a conspiracy show. It is the third hour, but it is a conspiracy show. Yeah, what do you want to know, buddy? Well, uh, you know, there's a lot. <laughs> Look at him all fixing his collar. I know. Yeah, what do you like, want to know? I'm, I'm not you. even dressed at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Star Wars is believed to try to example, um, what we go through. Uh, false flags are used in it. Uh, a lot of different things like that. Do you see that connection go- getting into my mind? Do you see that connection? That and and do you think that was done on purpose, or is it just accidental? Was it done based on what he saw? That kind you know of- what you know what Sean will tell you this right now. I think the first three movies that Lucas did, um, the original Star Wars. Yes, 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 yes. The seventies um, really, really kind of put in perspective of what we as society go through as humans. I mean, it doesn't matter what planet you're on or what thing you're going through, you're always going to have differences, and people are going to want to conquer and power, and what does it all come down to? It, nothing. It's a bunch of fighting. It's a bunch of... Uh, it, at the end of... I mean, look at what Star Wars is called, you know, the great, you know, the new hope. It's like, you know, the, the Federation is there to try to, like, make people happy, and every, but everybody coincide, but, you know, then you get... You know, the and everybody's side. not happy. Yeah, you get the bad side, you get the dark side, and those I people hope... want to control everything. And it's a really, really good mimicization of humans because that's what all—that's all the fuck we do. So that's all I the hope... fuck they wrote about. And it's like, you know what? That's all they're doing. And they tried it back in the seventies, saying, "Look at, there's no fucking point to do all this crazy shit because you're trying to coexist." And that's what it ended up being is like you know what okay they won but who really won nobody everybody's still frustrated and that's that's the ongoing fucking flux of what you talk about every day on your show or every week and what you try to do it's there's never going to be that you know uh that happiness with everybody it's it and that's what's so sad Mm -hmm. and that's what makes great poetry and sadness makes great villains Sadness makes great fucking enemies. Sadness makes great radio, TV, movies, and anything, books, 
So it's, it, the, is, it's a constant struggle. Is the new guy going to uh, continue down that same thought pattern? You know what? That they tried to pull that out of that guy every which way from Sunday, and it uh, it didn't happen. He's like, listen, we're fast forwarding thirty years, and we're gonna try to see what happens. Because okay. obviously, what happened after Jedi? Okay, the Death Star was destroyed. Everybody's partying and having a good time. Pretty much. But guess what? Okay, Darth Vader spins out into the universe. Mm. Um, dead or not? Who knows? No, not right. No, that no. was, well, no, Darth was Vader just... died in the, in the, right. Uh, who spun out? Uh, that was the, that was, uh, it Empire. Was the first one. Oh, uh, the first was, one. It was a new home. Yeah. Hope. Right. Yeah. In the last one, he dies in the hangar. Mm-hmm. And then they're partying on the, on the, the ground there. Yep. Right. So where and do that's they... when Luke and that's when Luke and uh, Leah figure out that they're brother and sister. Well, that was a little earlier, but yeah, they. Yeah. <clears throat> and then she starts, you know, kissing the shit out of uh, Han Solo. You know, because... Salty posted this thing today on Ra- He actually posted on Raz Radio, uh, the the website there, and it's this breakdown. And it was I'm just being crazy. But it it was so like. Oh, it's numerology. I don't believe in that yeah, shit. Do you believe in numer- numerology? He was just screwing around. But too. he it's does this shit, even... and he makes it oh, make he does sense. Does it all the time, right? Yeah. It makes so much sense sometimes, though. Like he'll do this shit and it makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not privy to that, but I think there's. I think they're really gonna make a great um, film, and they have uh, they have three in uh, they have three under their contract, so they better do something with them. Is there gonna be too much? See, I know a lot of people, myself included, were worried about the Disney influence. Um, you know, is, is that gonna be yeah, an? In- I think is JJ Adams is gonna. I think JJ is going to do a great job because I loved what he did with Star Trek. I went into there thinking, how is awesome. he, how awesome. is this going to happen? And awesome. I was pleasantly surprised with the way things went. Which Star Trek are you talking about here? Those, is that the newest? That did. Is the I mean, Star Trek we're talking about is the newest one that just came out, it, you know, it, three years well, ago. It, I mean, the last two. I mean, Into Darkness and then the first one. Um, I saw uh, the first one. Uh, I haven't uh, seen the newer one. Uh, I forget what it was, but I mean, both of them were shot. Amazing and I, have great I, actors. I love Barking the love Barking. story between Spock and Uhuru. Again, it's and fantastic, that's, and that's and that's true to the true to the um, original Star Trek. I mean, it's there, and he did a good job of doing it. Even though the guy's not supposed to have you know emotions, yeah. I mean they they did it in so subtle. They're great people, you know. Making these films, and um, that's why I hate people like fuck the guy that fucked up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, oh, I, I'm me? so you know what? You know what? I I, can't, I haven't seen that yet, but the commercials. Lexi and I were sitting watching the commercials came out the other day, the the, the trailers, and uh, Michael Bay they, they completely they completely changed what they are. They're not turtles that were in the sewer that got mutated. They're now like humans that were turned into the turtles or some they, bullshit. They have a white shredder. It's like it. It's so fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's political correct. It's political correct. Is that what you're trying to say, Nate? No, no they have a. And the guy's supposed to be fucking Japan. I mean, it's crazy. If you ever read or played the fucking, I watched game the TV or, show when it first came mm-hmm. out. The cartoon when it first came out. I mean, I remember yes. the first movie. Now, I'm yeah. 39 years old. That was my fucking cartoon. That came out when I was 12 years old. Yeah, Michael Bay fucked it up just like he fucked up Transformers. And I, yeah, the, I don't the like next, the Transformers. The next Transformer movie, by God, it's the dinosaur one. N- whatever. Where they bring it out is, the Dinobots. Okay, listen, it's two hours and 40 fucking minutes. Oh my I God. Mean, 
That's Are too you long. Fucking That's too long. Kidding me? Yeah. I can't. I can't even go to the place in Del Mar where they have like recliners and they serve you drinks and shit because I'm gonna have to fucking get up and take a piss. I don't get like Michael Bay's two hours forty minutes. That's fucking nuts. I'll never see it. Do you remember never... growing up and and movies were an hour and fifteen minutes, an hour and a half. You know? 90 minutes. Yeah, that yeah. was a movie when we were all kids. I mean, I don't know yes. you, honey. I know you're a lot younger than the three of us. But that, Look at Breakfast Club, 94 minutes. Perfect. I love yeah. that movie. That's your yes, there's and there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Well, even Indiana Jones, uh, the old Star Wars, they never uh, broke, you know, I think they were like... 105. Uh, yeah, I was going to say they were a little older, a little longer, but not uh, much. Yeah. <clears throat> Nate, I have a question for you. What? All right, so, you know... I kind of dig some of the remakes that people have been making. You know, like, I kind of love the fact that they made Brady Bunch movies. I thought it was funny. And, like, Starsky Nuts, I thought it was funny. Um, I'd like to see them do Cannonball Run. And who would you, who would be the, 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 the people that you would get? That's hard. That's real hard. I, that's a hard crew to, to stuff. Yeah. You're looking, right, you're who, looking at it in a movie that seasoned fucking vets in that movie. So what, what do you right. do? But they weren't seasoned vets in fucking the eighties, you know. Like uh, I would, I would like to see Kevin Hart in 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 the spot where uh, Sammy Davis Jr. was. <clears throat> but I can't get his <laughs> his correct. I can't get yeah, the. Yeah, but who's other. gonna who's gonna take um uh smoking the man? Um, what's his name? Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. Who's yeah, gonna take Ryan his Reynolds. Ryan yeah. Reynolds would be good in that spot. Uh, I, think. Uh, I don't know. Man. See, that's where you go. That's where you get stuck. It's like, hey, let's remake fucking Vacation. How do you do it? You can't. You can't do it. There's no yes, fucking you can. possible way. No, yes, you can. No way. Look at what they're going to do. They're um, going to destroy uh, it like Dumber. they do everything wait, else. In, wait until Dumb and Dumber 2, whatever the fuck they want to call it, with Jim Carrey and the other fucking dumbass. Wait till they do that and it'll fucking bomb. Because it, it's... It's a, it's a lost niche. It's like a, uh, it's a fly by night thing that they, but you grab and you love, but how to even. Yeah, but see. Re- remake it or redo it? Yeah, try making it so, it's so hard. Remake bad boys even. Let's go just even newer. You know, Will Smith and, uh, what's his face? That's why people don't re- you remake couldn't remake Porky's. People yeah. don't remake Porky's or fucking. Right. Revenge or of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds or fucking, um. Animal House. Up the Creek. Did you ever see Animal Up the Creek? Yeah. So you just, yeah. you can't. Because if you do it, do it's like, uh, it's yeah, not like, the like the Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers 2000, never even saw it. I don't, Caddyshack. I don't want to sully. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, you can never remake Caddyshack, my God. What's going to have to happen is basically you have to have another generation say, what, are, what am I? I'm going to be, I'm 38. Okay. So by the time I'm probably 60, I'll probably see some start. I'll start seeing some new, like funny shit that's or original. Something. Right. You know what I mean? That makes sense because it's, it's so generational. I mean, you're looking at people that really buy into entertainment and movies and well, why Comic Con is so big is why, like, we're out it, there. Wait, Jay, doing Nate, that. It, it, when you say it's generational though, but there's certain movies that will transcend those generations. Uh, they will. Caddyshack, uh, uh, yes. family vacation. Um, let's go older. What, what, what trans, the fly, the original fly. I remember seeing the new fly when I was a kid, but I had to go watch the old fly to, to really grasp the whole concept. You know, hopefully the people will be able to tell those people, you know, you'll tell your daughter or son, I don't know what you have, but 
um, both like w- like what to watch, and that's going to be you know few and far between because it just lessens it. It's it's too bad that I mean some of those great movies are great, but as time goes on, they're not going to be re- remembered like they are with us. Well, Lexi, and, Lexi, and, and, the, and, and, I'll and go hope, back as far as Shirley Temple. That was my chick. Yeah, back Lexi in the has day. the puppies. I remember she's ten years younger than you and I. She's twenty yeah. years younger than Dave. You old fuck. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, fuck you. <laughs> it does transcend God. generation. You know, movies my grandpa liked, I like, you know what I mean? And, and the she thing, likes the, even. The thing about Comic Con is, it's, it's looking at that demographic scene, okay, where, where are the people that have the most fucking money to come to this thing and like take, you know, time out of their day and spend their money? It's like, Basically between 25 and 35 when you're actually a professional making fucking good money. And you're going to be there for the kids. But what's going to happen, say, 10 years from now? I mean, what are they going to be pimping? It's just so crazy. They'll probably be trying to keep the older crowd alive and and get us there. But there's got to be something new. Just like I hope that this Star Wars movie will be so good that it'll grab that many people and continue this going because... It'll transcend. I'm watching my five-year-old son who's obsessed with Star Wars and Indiana Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. That's because we... Spider-Man, all that That's because we have introduced him to that. You know, like, I've got 15 G.I. Joe original cartoons, VHS tapes that he watches. Oh man, so good! And they have the um, they, they have war- the, 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 the they have the thing at the end. Yeah, um, they have the, the the public safety warning. The uh, 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 and now uh, now you know. No, uh, knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the knowing battle. is half and the battle. Well, actually, that's, that's the thing. Is you, <laughs> you see the shirt on I have? Oh, you can't. I got. Wait, I got to come over to this camera here for a second so you can <laughs> see the shirt I have on. Because you'll you'll laugh. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And that's the thing is that like how much more of that I is going to last? See that shirt? I mean. His you see how he's indoctrinated? It. Yeah. It, it's, it's my info. You see how shirt. he's indoctrinated to that shit? Well, it's I, good stuff, and I really wish that people would latch on and really get involved with some of that stuff because it's so true and so, like, happy, and there's nobody trying to harm anybody. And it's all about, like, making good content and making good entertainment and making good stuff for people to watch and love. That's what it is about. That's the whole thing about comic-con it's kind of like everybody's there to like be happy and have fun and like get what they want to get and go to where they want to go and talk to the people that actually do the good things like we're talking about star wars transformers early days tn uh tmnt i mean early early stuff and then you have the new stuff you know true blood's there and and all that other shit but it it's funny, you know, there's big controversy like two years ago when Glee was there and everybody was like, what the fuck is Glee here? And guess what? Glee hasn't been there since fucking the, the first year I saw him. Cause it's like, you don't fit in. You know, you're, you're a decent TV show. You have a few things going, but just don't glom on the 250 fucking thousand people that roll into this place every day for five days. And they stopped that. The thing is, they need to fucking expand this convention center. And I'm part of it, and I'm trying to fucking get this thing to happen. I only have so much power in San Diego, and I can't, I can't untie the fucking zip ties that are around a certain amount of people, and there's a few of them. 
I mean, there's like five guys that don't want this thing to happen, and I don't fucking know why. And I've asked them, why the fuck don't you want this to happen? And they're like, because we're from L.A. That's basically it. That's what it comes down to. L.A. is fighting with San Diego and making oh, to get control of it. Yes, because they want to move it there. And they're why like, can't they Fuck share you. it? How, fa- how far of a distance is that between L.A. and so I don't know that area that well. It so. doesn't matter. The original San. That th- here's the thing. I tell everybody, just like your question right there. Everybody says that. Why? 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 And I say, listen, listen, fuckers. This is why. <laughs> don't yell at me. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I'm telling you. I'm saying this. Is, I tell these motherfuckers. This is why assholes. Because San Diego had it first, motherfucker, and we have it. So don't fuck us. This is like Israel that. and Gaza going on here. No, My God, are they going to start lobbing it, bombs at each other now? It's fucking principle. <laughs> and these people, some of the people, there's a fat cats with all those fucking dollar bills in their pocket, and they don't give a fuck about the fans. They're like, listen, it'll help this city grow. No motherfuckers. It's going to help San Diego grow and spend that fucking money down here because we need it. L.A. does not need it. Hey, L.A., Hey, wake up and fucking let the tax revenue off of the fucking Actors Guild That's... and let them shoot in fucking L.A. so they can make great TV shows that we all want to watch that are going to go to the con that you're fighting for to get out of San Diego. These people are thinking fucking backwards. They have no fucking clue whatsoever. Hey, hey, hey I got to ask you a question. Have, where have you lived all your life? Where have California, you lived? Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> you, you might you might yeah. need to like move away um, and mean, go vacation. somewhere just I totally different. I, I travel. No, no, no. I just like live there. Um, Fuck. Because God. I've I've if I've. You want to buy an island? I'll come cook on the no, island. No, no, no. He doesn't need to buy an island. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't make else. money out of California because it's Seismic Zone Four. That's what my whole business is 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 based upon. Seismic Zone Four. That's it. I can't move to. I really? So move. if I move to Guatemala, can I can I be an extension of your business? Because they're no. they're. No, I mean, I guess if it was Seven Seven Four, I would like if they were doing the same things that I helped build. Yes, but if not, no. There's lots of earthquakes over there. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're building hospitals or schools, then yes, I can help. If yeah. not, then I can't. I'll talk. You know what? I'll, I'll, Dave, I'll, Dave's I'll, trying I'll, to find a business outside of the U.S. that he can move to one of these small little no, countries and no. build up in. I don't know, bro. I mean, I would say hey. go to one of my favorite cities in the world is Florence and go and go have a great restaurant and take your chances. But other than that, yeah. I can't move out of Southern California. I can't. I could see Dave cooking in Italy. <laughs> yeah. A guy from the Bronx. I wouldn't yeah, like what, Italy. What the fuck you would like- cook? Why not? You could start like a pool business or something. Yeah, go do a pool business. Baby. <laughs> Good call, honey. I, High five. I, I can't. I can't. I couldn't deal with the fucking attitude. Hey, what's that on Because it's always. It's you almost like New German. York, dude. It's the same fucking attitude. Yeah, that's Wait. why I don't want to be around them anymore. Wait, I, have, I have. I have one more question. We're getting to the. Time. My ex-wife's We're, Italian. We, we my only got ten, Italian. We only got. What are we minutes. doing? You're gonna cut me off already? We haven't even talked about no. parties. I wait. No, I. I got. I. I. I got questions for you. I got questions for you. So, as you know, Max Kaiser is. Have you heard, ever heard that? Oh, you're not going to let him get oh, to his point. He tried to do this last night. I'll give him party time in a minute minutes here. Beforehand, <laughs> cut the shit, Jesus. man. Let's have a good time. Let's forget Max Kaiser. Uh, Amber just said that you're a San Diego elitist. By the way, 
Oh, God. You know what? Says the girl lives five blocks from the beach. Listen to D and D last night. That was probably the fucking best D and D last night. And Amber has no space to talk because that bitch was fucking out of this world. <laughs> that that's Amber for you. Cr- yeah. yeah. No. No. This is on a different fucking level, bro. Yeah. You think, man? All right. Yeah. So let me get to my question so I can let you get to the parties. All right. Um, Max Kaiser is a guy, he now lives in Japan, but he's an American. He, he developed the, actually developed the stock market in California, in the West Coast. Uh, he was one of the main developers to help build all that up. So, Max, Max Kaiser? Max Kaiser, yes. So, um, about a year and a half, two years ago, he, you know, they were talking about the stock what? market. Wait a minute, what was that? Hold on. A year and a half years ago? A year and a half, what? two years ago. That's not what you said. Well, that's what I meant to say. So, uh, he, he predicted the stock market crash here in the U.S. and he had called and said that there was going to, the next big bubble to crash was going to be the Hollywood bubble. Now, I raised this question because we see a lot of reports that this summer is really a bust for Hollywood. They're not putting out the big blockbusters they were. They're not getting the revenues they used to get. So I'm wondering if, he was correct in his prediction and that we are seeing that bubble start to burst. Here's the thing. Here's the thing right now is that you just witnessed like a, uh, influx and a flood of X-Men movies, Avengers movies, Batman movies, blah, 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 blah. They have to take a break off. These are the people that you're talking about, Sean, are the people that expect it year after year after year after year. And they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't want to do that for the fucking entertainment industry because you can't make the movies so fast to where they're shitty and there's nothing to it. It's getting there. And I think somebody in Hollywood said, listen, let's slow this fucking train down. We got three Iron Man movies. We have two Batman movies. The guy's dead. Everybody loved, blah, blah, blah. We have this. We have that. They need to slow it down or it's just going to be, it's just going to be pushed into a pile of fucking mud that nobody can differentiate about. That's why this year Comic Con was so good is because there wasn't any, like, huge thing going on towards, like, it was, it was Everybody could absorb everything else that has been going on. Yeah, and that's why two years ago when, like, Glee started to show up in TV shows, they're like, listen, hey, whoa, 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 this is Comic-Con, and if you don't, if you're not in this industry, then fuck you and fuck your amount of money that can rent a booth and can rent a stupid hall, uh, hall for a panel. Fuck you, because you're not in this. Go to your TV con. Do whatever you got to do. And that's what made this Comic-Con so special, is because it was back to basics. It was like, listen, there isn't really much coming out to blow the fucking thing out of the water. It was great stuff for the great fans to just go and enjoy. And it was my favorite con in the past five years. I'm telling you, it was good. All right. The party, the parties were fucking good. So the tell us about the parties. Amazing. I know you want to tell us about the parties. Tell us about the, some of the parties now. The, the okay. You, the got, parties, you got eight minutes to tell me about the parties. <laughs> the, the sorry, party, seven minutes. <laughs> the parties are fucking fun. I mean, it depends on who you run into and who you know, but I was able to see, um, the, Drumming by fucking, um, God, Richard Christie last night. And, and right two, uh, two feet away from him was Clive Burton. And I was two way away, two feet away from those guys. 
and they put on a 20-minute show of just jamming session at a fucking great party. And I got in because I know a few different people, but there was normal people there. There was They let in tons of people, and it really decides on who you kind of run into, what kind of party you want to go to. It's just, it's like, it's crazy. It's It's absolutely so much fun. Somebody needs to come to San Diego, please. <laughs> it's like, just please come to San Diego. Just, just please come to San Diego. I'll house you here. I'll house you at my other house. Fuck, I'll put you up. <laughs> I mean, just buy the fucking tickets and get here, because it's such a... What, now, when's this going event. on for? When is it over now, or is it this week? Oh, uh, no, it, it'll go through tomorrow, but that's for the rookies, if they want to go Sunday and clean up the mess. It's... <laughs> There's, there's no way. Well, you are kind of an elitist. I gotta say, Nate. I mean, I've never, I've never done Sunday. Go clean up the mess. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, done I'm, with you. I'm going yeah. to clean my hands of you for this evening. <laughs> yeah, all the East Coast people are going back home and uh, to do their jobs, and there's, it's just cleaning up the mess. And if you want to get good like art deals, and if you want to get five bucks off a T-shirt, great, go Sunday. But you're probably gonna pick up a cold or a flu. Um, <laughs> There's so many people you have no idea. It's like I got home and it immediately fucking barely touched the door and walked into my shower and I was like, okay. They must wash these sh- scrubs off of me. These yeah, normal people must be off washed of off. <laughs> yeah, because it's not even fun. I mean, that's what you gotta deal with though. But once you're done and gone, I can't believe I've lasted from Wednesday. It's. That sounds like a long, I, what were you there like all day, every day? I was no, I was there Wednesday for a couple hours, and then I went to dinner with a few people, and then um, I was there Friday for about an hour until I got an invite to a party, and then today I went for a good three or four hours, and I saw a lot of shit that I wanted to see. Other than that, I'm not going tomorrow, and you don't want, that. you don't want to get the five dollar off T-shirt? Come on, Nate, you got to save no. a dollar here or there. I mean. No. For what? <laughs> I'm just being. It's not, yeah, it's not worth the you know the anxiety of the whole so thing. So explain to us. You know, I've been watching you here all night tonight on your perch because you like Uh-oh. the perch on your on the radio. Uh-oh. So tell us about this little blue glowing thing. That what's going on with you, man? Oh God, it's uh it's electroshock therapy. It's called a um electronic basically um acupuncture. And okay. if they if they have them in um, Florida, please pick them up. I don't even know if you have any A elements, but um just get so just do it anyway. Just you know, just do it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if you <laughs> my if mom you was my mom was on one, so I know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a tens unit. It's so crazy. It's so good. Um, so you, you hurt your back, and it's to help loosen up your muscles. No, no, no. I went through a shoulder surgery about um uh actually January uh May fifteenth. I went. I did a scope on my shoulder, and they cleaned it up and fixed it, so somewhat. And uh, this thing is better than anything. Well, I mean, you do live in California, so you got medical marijuana. So I'm sure you got other things to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that works totally. Uh, medical marijuana is my best friend, um, but this <laughs> this will like keep you off of the narcs. I mean, it's like. There's no need for narcs after, you know, an outpatient surgery other than like the first four days. And then if you can manage it, it's good. And it's good. It's good. Well, see, I mean, you know, you know, really good. you know, here in Florida, we're trying to, we got the vote this year. Hopefully we're going to get our, our rights for medicinal marijuana. Um, yeah, I know happen. people in my family that need it. Oh, I think it's going to happen. I have no doubt. Unless, yeah, uh, yeah. 
unless Rick Scott pulls something out of his ass, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, I'm looking forward to it because I know I do know a lot of people, people I love that that could really benefit from the you know that treatment. Here's the thing with um, medical marijuana in California. They're starting to get, there's some fuzz. I call it fuzz because it's like one of those sticky things. They're starting to wonder how to actually, like, um, you know how booze is like, okay, 40% is 80 proof, you know, and you can buy shit that's They're trying like to figure out how to grade it. Yeah, you can pair, you can, you can get like 90 proof or whatever in certain models and you pay, you know, premium for it. I think the, the whole government is trying to wrap their heads around how the fuck do we do this when, when you can grow it in Amsterdam and it'd be ten times better than if you grow it in Utah. It's like, well, how do they get their hands around it? Cause it's not a, it's not a, uh, tangible, like, um, science, you know, alcohol's alcohol. But I, th- that's, but do the they fuzz, really need to the have their, going around. do they really need to have their hands around it though? I mean, it's, it's well, a I, plant. Well, I walked, I walked into a pot shop last week. Uh, no, it was two weeks ago. And I was like, hey, I need something like that's 23 or 25%. They're like, oh, um, yeah, we can't sell that. I'm like, why? They're like, um, because we have new rules. I'm like, what are the rules? And they're like, well, they don't really tell us the rules, but they can come and bust us if we're doing it. So we can, we can give you 24% fucking THC content. And this is the Kush number fucking blue 2192, whatever. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're telling you not to give people more than 23%? And, Wait, they're, they're, and she's, she's like, yes, they'll come shut us down. They're worried about breaking the rules, but when they ask what the rules are, they can't tell them what the rules are. So it, it, that, does that make any it, sense to you at all? It doesn't. And, and we both like shit, shook our heads. We're like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I'm good on Kush, like 25.6%. It's like, perfect. And when they can't give it to you, it fucking sucks. They're they like, well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, eh, I think, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but, like, a, uh, you know, we're Like all, a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What I'm saying is that we all want, like, immediate change, and something like this is gonna take some time. I understand that. I mean, um, the demand isn't like alcohol was in the fucking, you know, what was it, 20s and 40s? It just, 20s, yeah, when they had the alcohol prohibition. Yeah, and people really started to get into it in the 40s and 50s. Well, see, it's not a demand. Started, it's yeah. not a demand where you live because it's been legal medically for a long time. You know, it's, well, it's a well, demand I'm about, here. I'm talking about continental demand. Like everybody in their own mind in the 20s up until the 1950s were like they used alcohol as a remedy, no matter if they used it for stress relief or whatever, 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 just to get fucked up. It was like known, and I think that's what marijuana is going through right now. It's those early stages of okay, what do we do? Blah blah blah. How do we do it? Well, if you recall, though, the, a lot of those uh, uh, snake oils they used to sell were heroin. You know, yeah, yeah. That, a lot of heroin and coke was in that stuff. Um, and we know, you know, up until the late seventies, Coca Cola was made with coke. <laughs> you know, I mean. Let's, let's, you know, really get into that there, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of people out there that want to, um, make it happen immediately, hey, but I, have, I think have you ever it's going to take a few, take, it's going to take some time. That is. Hey, Go ahead, Dave. Quick question. Have you ever done any hallucinogenics like mushrooms or LSD or, uh, ayahuasca? Yes, actually, you know what? I know all three very well. Um, I have a, a very good, um, sibling. That is, uh, my youngest brother, he's a chemist. He's a very good guy, and he works for a very big company. 
And um The Simon. The Simon. <laughs> the Simon is is my number one doctor. Um I've done everything that you can probably think about, and that guy has the shit dialed in. No matter what I want to feel like, I just tell him. And um, he lets me know how dangerous it can be. And um, why do you ask? Because I think, well, I just did mushrooms. I didn't just do mushrooms, but I did about a, a year and a half ago. Changed my life forever. And, yeah, what do you, know, what do you, how many, how much did you do? I don't know actually because I was growing them and I had this one giant mushroom and I wound up, once the membrane pops, you, you gotta kinda cut it off after that. So I cut it off and I had this fucking monster mushroom and I just cut it up and made tea out of it and I had a great time. And cause I did it alone, it was set and setting, uh, it made me, I, cause I did it another weekend after that and a weekend after that and I, and a better person. A weekend after that. A weekend after that. Another weekend. Only three times. So that's the thing. It lasted 18 months and I, you know, after three sessions. I would take some time off of the, uh, off the mushrooms and if you can get a hold of like maybe some gypsum seeds or some gypsum seed like extract, um, mm -hmm. that can be very helpful. Gypsum seed? Yeah. That's interesting. Now, what's that status like? What, like, is that something to buy over the counter? Is that illegal in the states? Is that just really hard to find? I think it's illegal everywhere. It grows in California. Um, it's a very risky drug because you'll find a pod of um, these unique plants that live and grow out in the uh, like valley, and if you eat ten of them. So, nothing might happen, but if you eat one of them, you might lose your mind and like really, really have a bad trip. That's the risk of them. Um, so this is really something we're not recommending here on RadsRadioLive.com. No, no, not at all. But uh, if you can get into that good groove with that drug, <laughs> <laughs> you might be interested in it allegedly. <laughs> you might want to just check it out to see what's up. So Nathan. Uh, Obviously, we're over the hour here. Uh, where can uh -oh, people find uh -oh. you? And I know we got something coming from you in the near future, hopefully after the fall or in the fall. Um, so give some of that information. We're going to wrap this uh, shindig up for the night. Um, you can do whatever you guys want to do. And you can follow me at Nathan Ryan 5533 on Twitter. Other than that, these guys are great. I mean, I love, I've never actually really ever called into your show. For more than maybe two minutes or at the most, but uh, thank you. Yeah, you, guys, you guys stay up late over there, and uh, I think all who's on the line, everybody who's listening, I love you so much. Love you long time. We love you too, Nate. Don't go anywhere yet. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna shut the show down, but we're gonna talk for a couple minutes after. Ten four. Sit tight for a minute, Dave. Any last words? No, that's it, man. No, that's it, really. That's, that's good. I'm uh, I'm feeling fine, and it was a great show. Hey, uh, Dark Man. Got anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Honey? Hi, too funny. No, good night. Love you guys. Yep. Oh, I, I, I appreciate you guys listening to the first 52 tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. We'll be back uh, in two weeks. We will not be here next week, as it looks right now. So oh, man. We'll miss you next week, but we'll be back soon. And we'll be make safe. sure we have extra fun just for you. And we love yeah. you. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon 
in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do. We're all lost and confused, just trying to get through in this world. Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this rat race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off. Destination space. With the sunset hung behind us and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO. Lost in the glow. Of the unknown, please don't go. And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home, but right from day one, I've been in this alone. With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress. They said, "Can you take more?" I said, "Give me what's left." An old man once told me, "Ali, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give 'em hell to your death." This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now's time to connect. It's an SOS. The death's been sent. With the sunset hung behind us, in the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent, and the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown.
Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Cement the concrete's alive Where the bonds are formed, the rats run and hide Drama's like a cartoon that comes to life Where the express bus runs twice a night To the stadium that's packed every Monday night To the yellow cab driver that helped make your flight Where you can get what you want if the price is right And screaming fuck you's another way to be polite Just a few perks when you're in my zone This is where I'm at and this is where I'm calling home 